and welcome to the Cult Cinema Circle podcast. My name is Jesse, and I'll be your host. Now, on today's episode, we're going to head over to Poise Magazine for our big girl editor job. We're going to go to a launch party uh, where we're going to like do a flash mob of thriller, and then also we're going to realize that we've always loved our like best friend from childhood. But anyway, regardless of all of that, today we're going to be covering 2004's. 13 going on 30. Now, I couldn't do this episode alone, though, because I really hadn't watched this movie since, till recently, actually. Uh, but I wanted to bring a guest on. So, she is the MVP of the Cult Cinema Circle podcast. She's been on so many episodes of this show. And one express reason for that is because she literally lives like five minutes away from me. So that's cool. But she's been on the episodes for Cruel Intentions, Legally Blonde, Clueless, all that stuff. Please welcome back to the podcast, Sarah Heidelberg. Sarah, how are you doing today? Doing good. How are you? I love that. Yeah, we're here on a Sunday afternoon, you know, just chilling, hanging out. And I know that we actually, because we have a strategy meetings here and there that are very informal, but we talk about the show here and often and, you know, hey, what should I do on the show or what movie should I cover and all that. And Sarah has been really good about giving me ideas and all this. And this was actually one of your suggestions, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah. And, like, my history with this film is that I was 12 when it came out. And so I I technically could have seen it, I guess, like, if I really wanted to. If I was, like, that gay, I guess. But um, (laughs) but I, I didn't. And this was a recent watch. Actually, you had come over to my home. And we were hanging out for some reason. I don't really know why, but we were, like, together for some reason. And Might have been dog-sitting. Yeah, dog-sitting or something like that. And you were at our house, and we had watched uh, League of Their Own, we watched. Mm -hmm. And I think that was also when I watched Riding in Cars with Boys. I did that by myself, though. And I think a night... Wasn't Dick part of it? Oh, I did have to show her dick. That's very true. You're right. One of his other ones. Of the One of my other favorite ones. But um, then we watched 13 going on 13. Yes, because I had not really watched it. I remember asking you, I was like, is this like a sad movie? Like, what is this movie? And you were like, no, it's fun. It's nice. I was like, okay, cool. And so I watched it with you and I really enjoyed myself. I really liked it. So that was my history. It was a recent watch, really. But I do think it can fit into this, you know, again, this is my show. I can do what I want. But like, I think it does kind of fit into this like interesting teen movie of the 2000s thing going on, you know, like mm-hmm. we did Saved and like, you know, whatever. But like, I I just think like it can fit in there. Uh, we'll get into Jennifer Garner in a little bit because I love her a lot and we'll talk about her. Yeah, but what is your history with this movie? Why Why do you think, why did you want to come on and talk about it, I guess? Because, you know, what is it about this movie that I makes it stand I out? I think I watched it back when it came out. Maybe not the theater, but I think I watched it not too long after it came out. Yeah. That's and, like Mean Girls with me. Yeah, oh, Mean Girls is that, I watched that for sure. Like Mean Girls and The Notebook came out. Well, all these came out in 2004, but Mean Girls and The Notebook came out. Like I remember very close to each other and I remember being at a friend of mine's house when, at the time. And I remember like them having the DVD and like me watching. This is not even related to 13 going on 30, but I'm just saying 2004 era of movies being, I mean, they were just putting down all kinds of hits. They were. And yeah, 13 going on 30 came out and it was just fun. Like, Jennifer Garner, mm-hmm. just, like, bubbly, yeah. perky, like... Playing this role really well. Yeah, and then, I don't know, I just felt like it was really colorful, too. Like, the yeah. 80s look and all that. And, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think I remember watching it, and when I came, when this came out, I was about 14 or 15. Again, I don't yeah. know the month it came out. Oh, no, I do. It came out, like, April of, like, yeah. 2004. Yeah. So I would have been, I guess, 15. 
maybe we're gonna say 14 or 15 i'm not sure because obviously i'm a september baby which i've said before so i was probably 14 when this came out so it's actually kind of was like almost like a perfect time for you yeah age to watch it because like <laughs> i was literally a teenager like i wasn't 13 but i wasn't like 18 or like 9 or exactly 10. So anyway but yeah i i don't know if i'd seen jennifer garter and maybe pearl harbor yeah exactly she was in pearl harbor but that was like obviously very sad um but anyway but she but was yeah. a small role in it yeah very small I'm not, this is like her lead movie right but yeah she was um i don't know it just was you know just let's give it a try what's this about watched it and then you know it's kind of you know, essentially, if you've never watched the movie, she wants to be 30, she wants to be older, mm-hmm. as we all do at that and age. she's in the 80s, and she's, like, hating her life as a 13-year-old. She's like, oh my god, like, when am I gonna grow up? Like, when am I gonna get boobs? When am I gonna, like, and then just, boys like me? Right, and then magically and like, turns like, into a 30-year-old. And then she wishes it, it happens, and then she's in the mind of a 13-year-old, but she's got the body of a 30-year-old, mm-hmm. who's Jennifer Garner, and then just exactly. kind of, like, her trials and tribulations of yeah. finding that out. But yeah, I... I just think I was, like, the perfect age, like, when it came out. Sure. To watch it for being 13. It's your demographic. Yeah, like, I think I'm... I'm gonna say I was actually... Yeah, I was, I was most likely 14 when this came out. Yeah, I think so. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was just, like, a fun, cute... And I'm not gonna lie, and this has never changed about me. I love rom-coms, romantic comedies. Yeah. And this falls in for sure. Uh, romantic comedy slash fantasy, because obviously you can't sleep overnight and then turn 30. Exactly. I right. mean, sometimes you might feel that way, but it's not yeah. realistic where you're 13. And, you're and it's also not too dramatic of a movie, but it has its dramatic moments that are, I think, shown in a dramatic fashion. Yeah. But it's, you know, overall is still a romantic comedy. And, yeah. You know, and I love my romantic comedies. I mean, I... And there are good I like ones. my comfort movies. So this, this is just a good, like, fun movie to mm-hmm. watch. And it's got good characters, good actors. Yeah. Um, music. I mean, pff, the music. The music's the, so good. The music. I mean, eighties. You can't go wrong with the eighties. And yeah, all yeah. in all, it just got like a good like good vibes, a good vibe, good storyline, and yeah. and it's just fun to watch. And the like I said, colors of yeah. like our wardrobe and so um, good. everything. So yeah, I mean that that I, I just always it's been one of those movies that it's just a fun rewatch when you want to watch something I agree that you've seen before. And I'm a very big person about that. I mean, don't even get me started. There's all kinds of movies I'm like mm. that with. Um, but yeah, and also the year 2004 with movies was just, like, chef's kiss. Like, for real. There was a lot going like, on. <laughs> mean Girls was out. Right. Like I said, Notebook. The Notebook came out. Um, Napoleon Dynamite was another one. Yep. Which is completely off the scale of this. I love that movie, by the way. Um, Saved came out. I, like, Saved like, as well. Like, 2004 just had yeah. so many, like... I mean, I know we'll probably miss another one. People were screaming, but like, yeah. these are just like I remember me girls. Like, it's so quotable, whatever. And yeah. at one point in time, that may have to be done on the podcast because it is. Yeah, we might. It may happen. It might. You know, he has to give yourself a thought. Um, but I just remember that and the Notebook because that was like the first adaptation of like this. The no, it wasn't really. I, I shouldn't say that. Well, well walk to remember. Anyway, was. getting off track here. But anyway, but I just remember it being like a really like good movie year for like 2004 it was and i think honestly for me i'm i i love movies and i feel like i've kind of dwindled down of what i've watched but i feel like this 14 15 16 year old me i think really got into movies and i wouldn't Mm -hmm. want to buy them and go watch them so i think that's where my like dirty dancing thing came from like i watched when i was younger then i kind of like rewatched it so i think my love of movies came back like 16 candles like not came you back, also but... went through a the same kind of thing, I think, because I was also there. But um, you went through kind of this like teen girl being interested in like the eighties movies of the time, yeah, oh, and yeah, for sure. that kind of thing. And, for sure, you know, it's like 
that's totally fair and that makes total yeah. sense you know for me but i yeah, definitely that's, this yeah. is about this time when i really started like really enjoying all kinds yeah. of just trying to watch different you know genre movies of like 80s and 90s things i didn't sure. watch um maybe you know not so much the maybe disney, you watched in the, not the disney movies i watched when i was little you yeah. know Oh, like I said, we've said there's movies we watch that we probably shouldn't. Right, but then you or... also revisit them when you're a little older and you're like, oh, this is what this was. Yeah. Got it. But, yeah, I mean, you know, for me, like, for example, like, you know, I was always kind of into horror. That's what yeah. I got into. So, you know, yeah, you had, like, Are You Afraid of the Dark and Goosebumps, which, you know, were out when we were kids. But then I also got into, like, Carrie and I got into mm-hmm. other horror movies after that. Mm-hmm. And that's my kind of thing, my zhuzh, if you will. Yeah. You know, so, like. And my zhuzh is. <laughs> Romantic comedies. Those teen comedies that were literally targeted to your demographic. Yeah, so. and even though some may be offensive now for some places, Ugh, I God. still like them. But anything around this realm, like How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, I mean, really anything that came out within at least, like, <laughs> 2001, 2000 to 2005, I mean, anything like that I pretty yeah. much watched and I liked. True, true. So this falls right in there. It does fall right in there, yeah. And Mark Ruffalo, hello. I mean, hey, yeah. Anyway, but as we normally do on the show, though, we're going to talk a little bit about, like, the figures of this movie, how it kind of came to be, and we'll move into a plot summary, and kind of, like, the legacy this movie has had. It hasn't been a huge legacy, but there is a little something there, but uh, we'll get into that. Figures of this movie is that it was released on, as you said, April 23rd, 2004. It was directed by Gary Winnick, um, who unfortunately has since passed away uh, of brain cancer, actually, a couple years ago. But it was written by Kathy Yespa and Josh Goldsmith. Gary Winnick, which we discussed uh-huh. yesterday, also did Bride Wars. He did. Which is a good movie. That's got Anne Hathaway and Kate Hudson. Yes. She's like, uh, they both like uh, romantic comedy extraordinaires. Yeah, they're like bridal um, rivals or something. No, they're like best friends. No, they're best friends. The idea of that movie is they're best friends. They, like, literally, from childhood, best friends, and they're like, oh, we're going to have our weddings together, or uh-huh. we're going to be this stage, other's wedding, da-da-da, and then they obviously get the boyfriends and fiancés, and that's Steve Howey, I think, is Kate Hudson's, and okay. I want to see Chris Pratt is... Probably, at that time. I get the quote, yeah, I have to, have to look into that, but anyway, but yeah, then something <laughs> happens with, like I said, they're still best friends, all that stuff, and then something happens with where they're going to have it. And they have it in the same place, and mm-hmm. then it's obviously Bride Wars, so they kind of start feuding. Uh-huh. That's a whole thing. It's and then whatever. Thing, right? But then, um, <laughs> so that's, which I like looked it up, and I was like, oh, I was like, oh, well, Bride Wars. Uh-huh. That came out a couple years after this. And then the other one was Letters to Juliet. Oh, yes. Which, which had was, Amanda yeah. Seyfried. Seyfried, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I don't know if I butchered her name. And then I think it was his last movie, if I'm not mistaken. It was. I did read that in the yeah. trivia that was, because it came out in like 2010, 10 or and he yeah. died in 2011. And it had a guy in there, too, the main. Cue the love interest, love interest but I can't remember his name, so... Yeah. Eh, who cares? But yeah, anyway. he did, so as you can see, he kind of did, like, the rom He got into that. Movies. He came from, actually, independent film. He knew Mark Ruffalo uh, yeah. from years back, which is interesting. But that is what, uh, as far as if you've ever heard of movies, those are ones that I had heard of before mm-hmm. that he did. And I'm like, oh, okay. And was also produced by Susan Arnold... Donna Arkoff Roth and Gina Matthews. Gina Matthews also produced Urban Legend. I did an episode on it before. And she also helped develop the story as well because that was kind of her gig was that she would help uh, manage writers and stuff like that. And so she helped to also kind of write this story and develop it. We're looking at a $37 million uh, estimated budget and then our gross U.S. and Canada box office of $57,231,747 and a gross worldwide of $96,455,697. I wonder if a lot of that was the music. Yeah, I don't really know. Well, probably for the budget, yeah. I was going to say that, like, they had a lot of... 
they probably had to spend so much movie money, dude. Like it's yeah. crazy. Um, this is also known as suddenly thirty in some other countries because thirteen going on thirty doesn't always translate. So yeah. I kind of like that too. We're looking at a Rotten Tomatoes score of sixty-five percent on Tomato Meter and a seventy percent audience score. Looking at a six point three on IMDb out of ten, and then a Letterbox score of three point seven out of five. What would be your letterbox score? I have done my letterbox score on it. Hold on, let me show. Let me tell you real quick. I I literally watched this movie like two days ago. So mine now is it's the same thing. It is four four out of five. I say, does this movie have its flaws? Sure. Is it great? Fuck yes. Um, I love you, Jennifer Garner. That's literally what I said. So yeah, I would give this like a three and a half or four. Um, it's the ending for me that just, like, really sinks me where I'm just like, yep, this is a four. I love it. I don't yeah. give a shit. So, <laughs> anyway. But, um, for our cast of characters, as we've already mentioned, we have good old Jennifer Garner as Jenna Rink, and also Krista B. Allen as the young Jenna Rink. We have Mark Ruffalo as Matt uh, Flamhalf, and Sean Marquette as the young, young Matt. Judy Greer, our girl, we'll talk about her too, as Lucy. Tom Tom Wyman. Don't know where Tom Tom comes from, but yeah. okay. Um, and then Alexandra Kyle as the young Lucy. Mm-hmm. Andy Serkis uh, as Richard Nealon, the boss uh, at Poise. Who was Gollum in Lord of the Rings. Yes, he was. Um, Kathy Baker. And also worked her. with Judy Greer, too, in Planet of the Apes, which is fun. Wow. Yeah, they both played, like, eight people. Um, Kathy Baker as the mom, Beverly Rink. Phil Reeves as Wayne Rank, her dad. Lynn Collins as Wendy, who is Mark Ruffalo's, like, uh, fiance. Fiance. Susan Egan, who is Belle from the Broadway version of Beauty and the Beast. She plays a character in here, Tracy Hansen. I think she works at the magazine or something. Samuel Ball as Alex Carlson, who is the boyfriend, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm, the hockey boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Marsha uh, DeBonis as Arlene, who I believe is the secretary, who yeah. I love. Trish Sackett is played by Kirsten Warren yeah. as well. The Trish Sackett was a fun fact. She was... And Saved by the Bell, the college years. Oh, really? Really? Yeah, so Saved by the Bell, obviously we all know who that had all the the Mm -hmm. teens in it. And then college years, I don't think... Retained some of them, not all of them. I don't think Elizabeth Berkley, a.k.a. Jesse or Lisa Turtle, uh, Lark Voorhees came back, but like Kelly did. Everybody else did. um, Tiffany Thiessen or whatever you want to call her now. But I think they inputted her i think she was in there as like the, one of the originals and then they had like so they wanted to have like three guys because you know the yeah. three guys like the three original guys were still at the college right and the girls were like some blonde sorry i don't know her name and then it was this because i think they had her it was like this lady yeah yeah it was whatever her name is um because yeah. she had like yeah she had like red like the curly hair but obviously she was like probably we'll say 15 years younger yeah yeah something like and that. um i think they had her with ac oh yeah like they had uh, her mario lapis yeah, yeah. Anyway, so I just remembered when I saw her, I was like, she, oh, she was in college. We then had the six chicks all played by different young ladies. Ashley Benson from, I think, Pretty Little Liars. I think she was in Pretty Little Liars, yeah. Um, Brittany Curran, who's also an actress lady. And then um, Academy Award winning Brie Larson is also one of the six chicks, too. Like, that's pretty crazy. Crazy. Uh, Oscar winner. Yes. She, like. like, playing a kind of a very minimal And it doesn't make us feel bad at all that she's literally our age and won an Oscar. It's fine. Right. okay. cool. Megan Lusk as another six chick and Julia. Roth is the sixth chick. We then have Renee Olsted as Becky. Oh, Becky is the, uh, the neighbor. I loved her. Oh, another <laughs> thing about Becky is she was in that one show. I used to watch it back in the day. We love you, Becky. Red hair. Less than perfect? No, let me look it up real quick. It's going to bother me. But I used to watch it because I think it was on Freeform. Oh, my God. It probably was Secret on, like, Life of the American Teenager? She was in that, but it was not that. Damn it. Okay. We then have Gina, who's played by Gia Mantegna. 
which I guess she's uh, some other chick. Um, and then Chris Grandy is played by Alex Black as a teenager, and then is also played by Jim Gaffigan as an uh-huh. adult. So that's fun as well. That's a fun little <laughs> ending. Well, it's near the end of the movie. Fun it's little fun. ending, yes. Oh, some critical response quotes I have of this movie. We got Keith Phipps from the AV Club who states, apart from the moment when Garner un self-consciously flirts with a 13-year-old boy. The film is pretty much devoid of comic spark, and though it seems to have sweet intentions, it keeps sending mixed messages. Okay, that's fair. We have Jeffrey M. Anderson from The Combustible Celluloid who states, Garner is buoyant and clearly is having a good time. Um, Too bad the filmmakers didn't put any more than the most cursory attempt into building any other kind of plot around her. And then we have Jackie K. Cooper from JackieCooper.com who states, Garner is great but the movie is a big let a smaller version of big so I think that's kind of funny and we'll get into that too but yeah so some of the production history about this film to be honest I didn't find a ton on this this chick over here though this chick (laughs) um, she has a DVD yes I see right this chick over here has a uh, DVD of 13 going on 30 that I did not watch I watched this on Canadian Netflix but anyway so there's probably actually some good information on those DVDs I guess Mm -hmm to show like how this movie came to be but pretty much in October of 2002 the director was in negotiations to direct 13 going on 30 it was announced that the Susan Arnold and Donna Roth were producing this with the writer's manager Gina Matthews like I was saying and so yeah I guess they really were just you know developing this and then they made the movie and so when it comes to casting this uh, actress Jennifer Garner was cast for the movie's lead role and in order to film this she shot it while she was on break from Alias which we were kind of talking a little bit earlier but do you know who else was considered for this role as well? Do you have any in your notes or anything? I read it but I don't think I wrote it down We have um, Gwyneth Paltrow Nope 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 No I couldn't see that uh, Hilary Swank that's fine. Uh, I could see it maybe a little. Maybe. Yeah, and Renee Zellweger. No, no, no. Oh, now you're saying the names, and now it's coming to me. No, no, no. Um, but they were all considered for Jenna. But as we said in our previous podcast before to Legally Blonde, nobody could have played Elle Woods Quite better like than her. Reese Witherspoon, so they got the right person. I really think that... And I know you kind of say that because, oh, it's the, that's who plays it. Like, oh, so, so-and-so... Could, uh, yes, I get it. Like, Kate Winslet, could, you know, nobody could have played Kate, you know, Rose better. You know, yeah, but I just think totally. that the way this movie goes and how they did it, putting Gwyneth Paltrow in that saying, it wouldn't have worked. It wouldn't have been. Um, Rosane Zellweger, you know, she's got her, her stuff that she does, or and she's, you know, she did Bridget Jones. She did Bridget Jones. Yeah, right, And right. you know what? That was that worked for her. I watched them. Sure. Actually, I watched them, like, all not too long ago, because I had, like, literally not never dropped on that, jumped on that train to right. watch Bridget Jones, Diary Baby, whatever, fiance, whatever they right, right, right. was. And I was like, you know, let me give them a try, because, you know, I usually don't watch that. And I, like, don't, they were, you know, I could say I watched them, mm-hmm. but, like, that was, like, more her, like, her route. Sure, yeah. Her path. But, um, B. Jennifer Garner just, like, I think, like, the way this movie was is, I just think that she was just the right choice. Yeah, she has a certain level of innocence to her, in a way, but and and she still also... Does. And she still does, but I also think, like, you buy her as, like, this 30-year-old who's, like hot and like you know but doesn't quite realize she's hot like that or at least as a 13 year old like also plays like the role it's yeah. supposed to be like she plays it like like she's trapped in the body of a 30 year old and she's 13 in yeah. a way i love that um but yeah so I like i feel like tom hanks was similar in the big exactly right like he was a he did probably, i don't know who else was up for that but i think that right. he was the 
right, you know, if you were to look at that, he was the right one to do it just because Tom Hanks is a timeless. As True. As far as roles he has. Yeah, and then so everyone else is kind of then, you know, cast as that as well. And also, Judy Greer, the, she always plays a very good... She just plays the best friend all best the time. Best friend, side, you know, sidekick character, and she played her role that she had, because obviously you get near the end of the film and she's, like, conniving, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and then she plays that well. And um, We love we love Judy Greer here. She's been on the podcast with Jawbreaker, and she's on here now with this, and she's an icon, and I love her. Yeah. Um, so... But she, this was a good, like... She was good at this role, with what she, she did with Jennifer Garner. They played well off each other, I thought. I, I definitely agree. But yeah, so there's that. And then uh, May 13th of 20, 2003, this was um, filming in Los Angeles, Revolution Studios. So it was done in L.A., New York City, and South Pasadena. Obviously New York City. Obviously New York City, because they did that for about 17 days they were there. Uh, but the interior, There's a shot of it where she's, in, she's going to the party, and mm-hmm. you see Times Square, so it's like... It's very good. Definitely sure that was done there. Yes, yes. So a lot of the interior shots were done in L.A., but they did go to New York for the exteriors, and then a lot of this took place from May to November of 2003. And oh. so this was actually polished... Uh, the script was polished by Niels Mueller, who um, had lost an initial writing credit to... Um, you know, something with the Writers Guild, but, you know, this was made by these two people, um, this guy and girl, lady. Um, Christopher Allen, who portrayed 13-year-old Jenna, also reprised her role as a younger girl, Jennifer Garner, in Ghosts of Girlfriends Past. Yes, I actually have that put here. Krista Allen looks like young Jennifer Garner. Oh my god, so much so. Um, and also in the movie, which, uh, the Ghosts of Girlfriends Past, I like that movie. It's kind of like a um, it's like a Christmas story. It's like, uh, no. Um, Christmas sorry, Carol. a Christmas Carol, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine you'll shoot your eye out, Jennifer Garner? <laughs> um, yeah, Christmas Carol. The teenage version. So they, you see them when they're kids, and then so so there's, there's two different, you know, they obviously play, like, children play them. And then the teens come in, and you see Krista B. Allen. So Jennifer Garner's her, cause you already see Christ, Jennifer Garner because she's, like, part mm-hmm. of the wedding. But it's a flashback. Um, to but it's a flashback when they're teen, teenagers, and it's, her. and it's her, and you're like, oh, and then this was, I think this was made in like 2009 like nine or, or something. something like so that. it was a couple years after. So she'd already did 13 going on 30. So you're like, oh, I was like, that's perfect. They used her again because yeah. they did the flashback, and then and even now, like she's still as a 30 year old because she's now 30 or something like yeah. that. Like she does look like a young Jennifer Garner. Yeah, and I guess it they is, just look some similar. ways. Maybe they could still do something and also alexandra kyle just at that time looked like a young judy she Greer. really did though. really does like it's crazy and like judy like i was re- like i was like watching because i was watching a little bit of commentary not like during the movie like it wasn't like that i yeah. watched the movie straight but i was like watching these like things and she was like you were she was like she's like you're beautiful she was like i she's, I like, was oh, not. she's like did i look like she's like did we look alike and she was like, no, I look like a little boy. Yeah, I look like a little and boy. And she was like, no, I did not look like that when I was your age. Yeah. And then you it's put funny, us next to each other, I did it's not It's funny, too, same. because I think she even said that Judy Greer's mom, like, met her as well. And it's like, oh, I was, like, looking at my daughter yeah. again. So it's like, yeah. you know, at some point, like, yeah, it's really cool. Anyway, apparently, also in 2016, this was gonna apparently be adapted to Broadway, but plans didn't move forward for that. Oh, okay. Of course they're gonna try and make a fucking, fucking um, musical of this, right? Like, Legally Blonde, Mean Girls, they did it with all Heather. Kinds. So. like technically whatever yeah. all the, anyway but yeah this movie does have a little bit of a legacy and we already talked about it on another episode but I love that this is also a movie that absolutely Ariana Grande watched 
Yes. Because <laughs> it's also in the thank you next video. Yes. Uh, and I think that's really cute. Yes, because I think we, you know. so we said that we did Legally Blonde because yeah. she covers Legally Blonde, Bring It On, this movie, this movie, 13 Young on 30, and the other movie she did. Mean Girls. Mean Girls, yes. <laughs> thank you. But yes, so it's just kind of funny with that. I mean, not that it's had like a ton well, of a she legacy. She only, I think, really did the one part. I think she only just did like the en- ending she, where with she the, was the, dollhouse, the red yeah. shirt yeah. and the... Um, the hair and all that. All that. Shirt, yeah. Loved it, but yeah. The dollhouse. But yeah, I mean, I think this movie has had. I think this movie for a legacy of some sort, it's had. I think if anything, like it was something where. I think this really was a huge break for Jennifer Garner because this kind of like then launched. Mm-hmm. Oh, her, for sure. I think personally, and I think she might have been in a couple more romantic comedies. She yeah. did like Catch and Release, which I watched. Which I don't really remember that too much about that movie, but I think I was yeah. maybe romantic comedy and honestly, she's more now more in the realm of playing a mom. Yeah, she was also the mom in bleh, Love Simon. I do own that Blu-ray though, but you know, she definitely plays like uh, uh, more family movies where she plays the mom. She's not bad and in counterpart it. as whatever dad yeah. they have for the movie. She's not bad in Love Simon. That movie as a whole is like. Meh. But she's beautiful and wonderful, and I love her. Yeah. But, you know. Uh, but, you yeah, know, this We this, love Jennifer Garner. I love Jennifer Garner so much. God, I love you. Um, it's just like. I love that she's just like a chick from, if I'm not mistaken. She, no. no, she was born in Texas. She was raised in West Virginia. She went to school oh, in West shit. Virginia. Okay. Like, she's just like a downhill girl. Don't ask where I got Connecticut from. Yeah, well, yeah, I get it. Um, but like, you know, she's just like a downhome girl who wonderful and nice. Well, you see her like online, like. like on Instagram and all that stuff and stuff that she does. Like, she's just like always doing like just like silly things, like but yeah, not like a like a dumb, like not a dumb way. Like she just it's just like a happy go lucky, like you honestly God believe it type person. Yeah, and the know? fact that like you, she literally bagged Ben Affleck for a few years and had. Kid or two with him, you know what I mean? Three, it's three like kids. three kids, and like, her oldest looks literally just like her. Her oldest daughter looks just like her. What a blessing! Anyway, like for real, <laughs> and she's like fifteen or sixteen now. I'm like, I'm old. What a goddamn blessing! But anyway, so I, like, it's just one of these things where I think, in particular, you know, I, I think, of course, we got to talk about the music a little bit. Of course, I mean, like you said, most of this budget probably went to music. That's what I'm thinking. I mean, you I mean, have Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson, the Go Go's, Pat Benatar, Pat Benatar. Yeah. Oh yeah, Sorry. we are young with the whole um, sleepover. Yeah, fun little things about, so, like, there's that. Um, I'm just going on the IMDb real quick to kind of see what else is there. Do you have any other fun little notes that we have? No, not really. About? The one I want to say, but it, it's kind of, uh, it comes into the, it comes into it a little bit okay. in the movie. Got it, got it. Uh, so, like, the costume designer, for example, is Susie DeSanto, and she um, did a few little things. She was White Oleander. She did that movie. I have something to say about that, but I want to do it when it gets closer to the end. Okay. <laughs> well, or when there's, like... Well, well, there's a shift or something. Well, yeah, you'll see. <laughs> Just because I, like I said, I watched. Oh, it. she was also the Miss uh, Congeniality uh, costume designer. Wow. Yes, she did. Yeah. That's a good movie. I like that. It's funny. Yeah. I'm trying to think what else she did, but let me just see real quick. Oh, she did um, Teaching Mrs. Tingle. I also do love how this movie in particular. So we have the costumes, of course. We have just like the wonderful set design and all that stuff. We also have the choreography in this movie because there is like at least one big dance number, Mm -hmm. of course. 
I wanted to give a little bit of something to Miss Marguerite Pomeran Derricks. That's who literally was the um, choreographer of this Mm -hmm. movie. Do you know what else she also choreographed? She's done Miss Maisel. um, Mm, Mickey. No, that's um, Tony Basil, remember? So, no, she has done uh, the Austin Powers movie. She did all of those, a lot of them. Um, She also did Dudes Where's My Car, funny enough. So that's kind of fun. Uh, But she is also the person who gave us the wonderful choreography that is in both Striptease and Showgirls. Oh, wow. I know. And Never Been Kissed and 10 Things I Hate About You and all that stuff. So shout out, Marguerite. Like, you're an icon with your your choreography. You need to do 10 Things I Hate About You. I know. Yeah, it'll happen. Don't worry. We're going to do it. Um, But yeah. But yeah, so I mean, that's pretty much that. I mean, there's like the... The bit of a legacy that this movie has or any of that kind of stuff, you know. Um, I think, like you were saying, it's a movie that's very fun and mm-hmm. you don't have to think about it too much. It's a nice, you know, little thing, but yeah. But if you have no other notes to talk about before we get into a plot much, or anything, we're then going to move into a plot of 13 going on 30. So we have our intro sequence where we have the intro with the Go-Go's playing in the background. Um, what song was that? I don't know. Okay. I don't remember. I know it's a good news, but it's not one of I their. I like listening to it. I was like, what song? Yeah, get out of here. Da, 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 or something da, da, da. like that. Because I think they played again. They do play it again. Okay. Yeah, I think they played at the end almost. I feel like kind of like um Legally Blonde, where they played the two yeah, songs at the beginning day, and yeah, end. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, so now it's picture day at school, and we find out it's 1987. Mm-hmm. And so we I was have. You weren't afford yet, no. And so it's it's picture day in 1987, and we see that they have the picture day stuff. I looked pissed in all my school pictures, except for when I had Let me tell you guys what. I don't have access to all my yearbooks. Uh, like, I only have my senior yearbook, and I like my senior year picture, kind of say. My other ones are okay. Like, my 9th, 10th, 11th is okay. My middle school ones, forget about it, but... I there's like a way online you can like look up your yearbook like if like not like it's not like every single yearbook ever, but they're not too bad. But the, I do remember and I can never like, I don't know if I'll ever see it again. But like I think my eighth grade yearbook picture was really good. Oh. I remember it being cute, but I, don't, I haven't seen it in a long time. Oh, yeah, I but um, but yeah, my sixth and seventh ones were horrible. Uh, I have them. Um, like a friend of mine, um, like one of my best friends, like had a, a um. Like has them, and I think I was like, "What about my eighth grade one?" And I must have. She was like, "I have it cut out," and I'm like, "What was my thought of like cutting that out? Like, what the hell did I do with that back when I was like 14 or You were like, you thought you were a hot bitch, Sarah? Right? I'm like, whatever. But I remember. <laughs> I think I like that one. But anywho, um, <laughs> but yes, uh, I can definitely attest that there's there's definitely some bad ones. I looked horrible in some of mine. Um, but I did like my senior year one. I'll I was take just it. chunky, chunky. Um, so, like, there was that, and then also, when I was in ninth grade, because I had lost a bunch of weight at that point, I, like, just looked really pissed, and I had this, like, long hair. It was, like, girl, I looked crazy. Yeah. But anyway, so, whatever. Uh, but this is Jenna getting her pictures done, and the guy who's taking your pictures is calling her Gina, yeah. and she's just like, it's Jenna. Yeah. And then she just looks <laughs> like a derp. Like, I love it so much. He, like, but gets she... her, like, on her mouth so and she's like... Uh, yeah. yeah. And so she gets her school pictures from wherever the hell she, they got yeah, them they, from. Yeah, they order them, yeah. 
Yeah. Kidding, Picks him up. And then we have our intro to Matt, played by uh, Sean Marquette, and uh, Jenna Young was played by Chris Allen, uh, B. Allen, as we said. And we find out that he's like a photographer guy. He's got mm-hmm. his like little photo, uh, little camera. And they're friends and they're talking with each other. And so then we get our intro to um, the popular group of the school. Now, I guess these people are still in middle school. The school. The school. We did just do Brady Bunch movie, and I'm obsessed. But anyway, so, <laughs> so But we do have, like, the popular chicks who are called the Six Chicks, because there's six of them. And so, I'm not naming all of them who are in it, but we have there's Tom Tom is, like, the leader of it. I guess they're in middle school at this point. I yeah. don't... I think so. So, they come up... They say hi to Jenna, and then they call Matt Beaver, because he has buck teeth, kind of, sort of, I guess. How are things at the dam, or whatever. And they're just talking about, like, you know, oh, hey, are you going to come to my party, blah, 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 like, because Jenna's going to have a birthday party uh, for her 13th birthday. And so then, we then see that Tom Tom goes over to her, and is all like, oh, yeah, like, this teacher has, like, us on this project proposal. And, like, Jenna pretty much says, like, I'll just do your project for you. And she's like, great. And be like, well, we'll see you then. So I'm like, all right. And so Matt's all like, you know, oh, God. Like, you know, I'll meet you outside or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then this is where um, Tom Tom says, you know, it's not she needs a play-by-play or something like that. I was like, eh, yeah. You know. And that comes into a little bit uh, further. But, yeah, so we see that Jenna is not exactly popular, but she's not exactly the nerdiest of nerds. She's kind of in the middle, whatever. Right. It's fine. But we do see that Matt and her are walking home, and we, because they do, we end up finding out they do live next to each other. They're neighbors. They are neighbors. And so she wants to fit in. She's like, oh, don't worry, I'm going to become a six chick and whatever. And then Matt's all like, you can't become a six chick. There's six of them. Like, that's the whole point. Yeah, yeah there's not a seventh six chick. There's not a seventh <laughs> six chick. But anyway, so she wants to fit in and all that stuff. So then they're walking home and all that kind of thing. They go to their uh, respective homes. We do see that they say, uh, when they leave each other, one of them says Arrivederci, the other one says um, Au Revoir. So we have that kind of fun little thing. Cute, yeah. It's very cute. Then Jenna is in her room getting ready for her party. Um, so she has her iconic little uh, like uh, outfit going on, which mm-hmm. is very cute. And she's also stuffing her bra because mm-hmm. she wants beads. And let me tell you, I feel like when I was probably like in sixth grade, I may have done that. Like, just I don't know if I ever like went to school with like stuff. Bra, but I didn't have that problem later on. Like whatever, I developed. Yeah. I've a, I was a I was a uh, what do they call that? An early bloomer. Yeah. Um. So I mean, I mean, I think who doesn't do it? Like they just crumble, whatever. Yeah. But um. Well, I didn't because I was well, yeah. a woman. <laughs> so we have Something that. You do when you're a teenager. She's getting ready for her party though, and her parents actually come in with a, a web, uh, video camera to like document this, and she's just like, "No, stop! Like you know, I look crazy or whatever." <laughs> Um, and I think she's playing um, Jesse's girl. Well, she's not playing. I think it's playing on the TV. Oh, I yeah. think. But yes, I was getting to Jesse's girl because Sorry. listen, as somebody named Jesse, this song <laughs> is the bane of my existence. <laughs> Especially as a gay guy, because I'm not into women. So like, it's just. Like, I mean, I like you, Rick Springfield. Don't get me wrong, but like, I hate this song sometimes because I'm just like, shut up. Like, I can't. No. That's funny. I can't do it. But anyway, so it's a fine song, though. And and we find out that Jenna really likes Rick Springfield and all that Mm -hmm. stuff and whatever. So then we have her stuffing her bra, like I was saying. And also, so she's with her mom and dad. 
and she's all like, you know, oh, I look like a dork. Like, you know, do you see this? Like, this is like, ugh. She's like, I want to look like these people. And they're all like, those are not even people. They're like models. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Yeah. But that plays into, so she's like, I want to look like these models because, you know, she's like, I look like a dweeb. Um, and she has Poise magazine because that's like her magazine. Mm-hmm. So Poise she's, like, is flipping around. Through the, yeah, she's like, because that's what she wants to do when she gets older. She's like, I want Poise, you know. So she's like, she's like, I want to look like them. And they're like, well, they're models, honey. She, and then you're like seeing her like flip through the pages. And then you like see like one's like sitting on a chair. And then like you're mm-hmm. seeing like the background. And you'll see that like basically probably like in 10, 15 minutes, and, like 10, 15 minutes like later into the movie that that's like her apartment like that's what her apartment looks like oh really yeah that's fun i love that because i was i was it's one of those things like i think you'd like don't realize it when you're like oh she's looking at the magazine and then you see it but then like i like paid attention yesterday when i was watching it and mm-hmm. i was like well that from seeing the movie a few times like i know and i'm like i'm pretty sure like that's the same thing and then i like did look up like the trivia like i, like, I looked it up that. and they said it but yeah like essentially like this this set they're using for this like photo shoot when, in the 80s you know and yeah. she's like pointing out these pictures like i want to look like these models it ends up being like it literally apartment. like her apartment like looks like that that's cute so yeah that's kind of cute it's kind of a fun little anyway so then we have um jenna's downstairs in the basement with her party she has thriller playing literally thriller by michael jackson um and she is dancing to it while she's little dance moves yeah yeah it's really cute but then matt shows up because again he lives next door to her so he shows up to the party um nobody's there yet but it's down there and then one of the things that he gets her though he's made for her that he shows he says he has like a like three presents to give her yeah three presents and one of the big presents he gave her was this dream house that he made for her where it was literally like like she's in the bathtub like she he has these like little figures where it's like oh she's in the bathtub like reading poise or whatever and then rick springfield's like on the couch downstairs and he's on creep watch to make sure he's behaving himself and all that it's very funny but it's very nice that he gives her the string cast it's and it's like just cute like it's a sweet little it's really nice and they're best friends you know and they talk about how they're best friends too um in this part of the movie and you know talking about all that but then we see that she has the dream house but then she puts it away because she's like oh the party's about to start like i gotta put this away thank you so much matt but right we gotta put this and he also gives her wishing dust he does he gives her wishing dust as well to Um, say you know this knows what's in your heart hearts Whatever he makes dreams come true. So he sprinkles a little bit on there. It's very cute, yeah. So there's that. Anyway, I do have my notes. Uh, the youths arrive. Um, I saw that. The youths. The youths arrive. So, so the six chicks. The six chicks. Uh, and then other... Um, Chris Grandy yeah. um, comes, who's like uh, Jenna's crush. Yeah. Uh, with like his friends or whatever. And the party starts, because <laughs> they were playing Thriller a little bit beforehand. But then Jenna is like, oh yeah, the party's downstairs, guys. Blah, 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 blah. You know, help yourself to the food and all that. And we have that uh, she's... <laughs> Matt's down there, though, because he's at the party. And he's playing Burning Down the House. Yeah. And he's just, like, dancing to it. And everyone's just like, what, what is this? Yeah. Like, we're 13 or whatever. But anyway. So they're all just kind of like... Yeah, again, the party's just kind of like, you know, whatever. But it's a 13-year-old's party. Like, yeah. what the fuck? But anyway, so they want to get it to be real interesting though so they decide because matt's there but the six chicks are all there and all that stuff too and like she's they're just not feeling his vibe he's not feeling their vibe and he's just like hey jenna like i'm gonna like go and like i'm gonna go back to my house i'm gonna go get my casio i'm gonna come back okay and then she uses the line that tom tom said earlier to 
her or to him or whatever saying you know oh it's not like i need a play-by-play mm-hmm. so you're like oh that was kind of weird why would you say that to your best friend like you're being kind of rude right. to him like okay anyway so he goes to his house to go get his casio keyboard because he's about to get it fucking bumping okay yeah. and anyway so but while he's gone they're like oh let's make this a little more interesting we're gonna do seven minutes in heaven and they explain the game as like, oh, you know the game like where a guy can do whatever he wants to you in a closet for seven minutes. I was like, whatever he wants to you, what the fuck kind of like sexual assault shit? Like, no, right. ew. I thought it was kissing, like, but whatever. Okay, okay, Tom, Tom, weirdo. I anyway, so seven seven. I just I have not either. We were so lame when we were kids. I was not either. At this point, I think, obviously, like, once Matt left, they changed the music, and mm-hmm. you could hear Crazy For You by Madonna playing. I love it, yeah. And um, that was the first time... It had been in a movie, like, in the 80s. Like, I think it was in something called Vision Quest or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Never watched that movie, but apparently I think it was in... Like, that's where it came from. Like, right, I, right. I think it was made for that, like, uh, yeah. movie. She had a weird movie. But anyway, they're playing this in the background. And this is the first time I'd ever heard it, because it's like, I wouldn't have watched that... Well, I had never have, and I didn't watch it before that. So I was like, oh, okay. And I could hear, you hear this now, and you hear it in the movie. And this is the first time I ever heard of the Crazy For You mm-hmm. by Matana song and i really liked it when i heard yeah. it so it's the first time i've heard it bangers. and i really liked it yeah anyway so they put jenna in the closet they're like oh well you know guess who wants to go first with you chris grandy like okay so they put this blindfold on her which, which is, is like, like a scarf yeah it's like a scarf they put this little blindfold on her and be like you know stay in there like and so then this is just so rude so rude. they put her in the closet they're like okay like he's gonna come in and you know he likes to go for second base and blah 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 right so but, she starts taking her tissue out yeah she starts taking her tissue out or whatever and so then fucking Lucy and the six chicks and then everyone else starts like oh cause she asks like oh where's that project proposal you were working on for us oh it's on the table so she takes it she then takes she's just like hey let's like go I think we could have I think I can have my brother buy us some beer as you do and they took some they took the food like the literal food um, from here and they're just like going upstairs and whatever and then and Matt's coming her. down Matt's coming downstairs and he, um, Tom Tom tells him oh like oh Jenna's waiting in the closet for you she's like okay and she's like okay cool so then he goes and goes in the closet with her in the closet but uh so he goes in there and you know Jenna's in there and she's like oh it must be Chris like oh this is great because she says like as he's coming closer to like, her I've been waiting for you yeah. I've been waiting for you blah, blah 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 and she's like oh Chris and he's like it's not Chris it's Matt and then she's like what are you doing in here like yeah and she like lifts her like scarf up yeah and she's just like what did you do like and like nothing like they were leaving like I was coming down here and they were leaving right. be like you did something didn't you right and then he's like no I didn't do anything what are you talking about Jenna and then this is where I don't think they actually show this but like I guess she's just like okay you know no I hate you like you know go leave leave bye right. whatever we then end up finding out later that I guess she threw the house at him the apparently house, yeah. <laughs> but we don't see that on the screen they don't show it they don't show it but this is now she's like in kind of a little bit of a fetal position kind of rocking back and forth and in there the wishing knocking dust it knocking it back and the wishing dust like you were it's saying it's like falling yeah and she's like 
I want to be 30, flirty, 30 and thriving. Fighting, which are just little adjectives that are coming yeah. from Poise Magazine or whatever. Yeah. And so she keeps repeating 30, flirty, and fri- thriving. Say that five times fast, Jesus. Right. But anyway, so, yeah. So that's what happens with that. So she just keeps saying it. And then we kind of go into this whatever kind of thing <laughs> where we are now in... We are now just in a random place in the dark. Yeah. Um, so this is now 2004. Because mm-hmm. um, we were in 1987 New Jersey at this point. Yeah. And, and now so we're in 2004 New York. We're now in 2004 New York. And we see somebody who is in, I guess, a bed who has a face mask on their eyes. And whatever. the face mask is the same the design, same as, design the as the scarf. As the scarf that she had put on for that. And... Um, yeah, so then we see, like, you know, this person's, like, waking up or whatever, and so then... She's, like, all wrapped up in the covers. Exactly, she's all wrapped up and in the covers. And then she, like, falls on the floor. She falls on the floor, yeah. right? You hear a big, oh, you know, and then she's like, oh, okay, great. And in my notes, I have, we're in 2004, and oops, we're now Jennifer Garner. <laughs> so that's what happens with that, that Jenna falls out of the bed, and she walks out of her bedroom, and she is walking, walking. She doesn't hear that there's the shower going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she just is walking out, walking out, and she's just like, Mom? Dad? Like, she's like... In the mindset of her 13. Mindset of her 13, you're like, what the hell? Where am I? Like, where are my parents? And she literally, like, comes, you know, up to this, and then she comes across this mirror that is, like, right near the front door of her house, pretty much. And so she comes up to it, and she just lets out this scream, where she just screams, and then she, like, falls back into her living room. While we also see a shirtless man with a towel wrapped around him also kind of doing that, and they don't see each other at some point. But she's just like, oh, God. And she's just like, oh what is going on here she's just like looking at the mirror and she's just like what is happening where the where am i like she's all confused she's all confused and so she's just like okay so she's like she goes and she like sits on a chair really weird where she just like she's just like like slumps over over somehow i don't know what and see i think that's where you see like that 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 the what she sees in poise that's where you're kind of like i think this is the same apartment yeah yeah but she's also seeing like these different letters because before you could pay your bills online everybody you would literally get your bills in the mail right and all that stuff um and you can still really much do that but anyway so she's seeing all these things addressed to generate 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 like what is this like where am i what is this and so i guess she ends up hearing the shower and because somebody is like saying like you know hey sweet bomb like you know whatever and she's just like who's that who is that? Right. And so, like, intruder. She's like intruder. And then, at some point, she also hears her cell phone, but she doesn't know what the cell phone yeah, it's is. Like, yeah, right. And so One she's of those just, like old ass like. She's just like ringtone sounds. She's like, what is that? And so then she like is like, okay, I'm gonna like protect myself against this intruder. Mm-hmm. And so she grabs an umbrella, and so she just like she's just like. She's like, I mean it, like, you know, my mom and dad are gonna be back any minute, and they're gonna, like, do whatever. And so then this guy comes out, and it's Alex Carlson, who he's just like, you know, hey, sweet bum, like, you know, oh yeah, like, blah, blah, blah. He just is talking, um, and being all hot and shirtless. And so, (laughs) she's just like, she's like, you're, you're naked. And he's like, well, not yet. And then, like, um that's what we also see like we don't see him obviously naked obviously but we see him uh she like puts the umbrella up um so we don't see anything and then she's just like 
she's like, I gotta, I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta get out of here at this point, pretty much. And so, like, yeah, she discovers that's a man there and she's protecting herself with an umbrella. So she's just like, okay, I'm overwhelmed. Like, I'm hearing this weird music that I don't know what it is. And, like, you know. She's wearing. She is wearing her nightgown, which is a really cute nightgown. And then she grabs her, like, jacket and then. Does she have the umbrella? I think she keeps the umbrella there. No, she just uses it Maybe to protect herself. But she has her that, and then, so she's just like, okay, I guess I'll just, like, go or whatever, and I'm gonna, like, go downstairs, I guess. And so, um, she ends up going downstairs, and she's just like, okay, I gotta get out of here. Like, there's a strange, strange man in my apartment, or whatever the hell, whatever. And so then, she's in this, like, penthouse-ass place in New York, and so she has a car service waiting for her, and we have um, Lucy Wyman, who is a co-worker of hers, played by Judy Greer, who we get intro to her, and so she's talking on her cell phone, being like, you know, you know, make sure he's at the party tonight if you have to, like, grab him by his testicles and bring him there yourself or whatever, and so, because Lucy's saying, like, you know, hey, Jenna, like, get in the car, and she's just like, I'm not gonna get in the car with you, you're a stranger, I don't know who you are, and be like, you know, okay, girl, like, you, okay, are we a little hungover? Like, what, what's, what's going on here? You're like, get in the car, come on. And so then... Because in her mindset, she's 13. She's 13. And she's like, I'm literally like, car I don't know who you are. And so she's just like, get in the car, come on. And so they're getting in the car, and then she's like, okay, cool, I guess, whatever. And so she takes all her stuff with her, and they're heading to work. And they're talking a little bit, like, you know, um, Lucy's all like, you know, the slip dress is a little retro. Like, it's very 97, unless it's retro. Yeah. And she's just like, wait, what? Like, huh? And, and like she's like you drink too much. She's like you drink too because much. She's like she's hungover because like that's what right. her mindset is. Like she's literally absolutely has not been drinking. Like she's literally like I am a thirteen year old. Why mm-hmm. do I look like this? Where am I right. at? And her friends like she was like there was a strange man in my apartment and I saw his thingy. I'd be like oh no not his thingy. <laughs> it's very good. And um, so they're just like kind of going on whatever and you know they're heading to the job. Mm-hmm. So then she ends up, when they get out of um, the car, she's like, driver, you know, we're here. Like, can you let us out here? And so they're going and, and this is when Jenna's all like, you know, I'm 13. And she's like, Jenna, if you're going to start about your age, I would try to be 27 maybe. And she's like, no, but literally I'm 13 years old. Like, what are you talking about? And so this is when Lucy kind of sets her straight. She's just like, listen, you know, repeat after me. Like, I am Jenna Rank. Big time um, uh, fashion magazine editor. And she's like, I am? Like, what? And she's like, I'm a tough bitch. And then, of course, like, you know, Jenna's like, you know, I am a tough bitch. You know, she whispers it, which is very funny. And she's like, I'm going to go in there. I'm not going to let anybody know that I'm hungover. And she's like, but I'm not hungover, though. That's the thing. (laughs) Um, And then Lucy is all like, you know, because the future of poise depends on me. And she's like, oh. Well, okay. Cool. Like that's great. You know. So this is where we find out Jenna knows that she's now a magazine editor, and she's just like, "Okay, I guess I'm an adult now. All right, cool." Oh, and also as part of this, um, because they were walking up to the uh, workplace, and they get out of their car or whatever, and so then. because she's like, I, I had this really weird thing happen. Like, I, you know, at one time I was 13 and then I woke up and I was like, you know, an adult now. And I just don't understand any of this. And that's when she's like, you know, like that music, like that, you know, what is it? And, she, and you know, um, Lucy's all like, it's probably Richard, like your boss, you know, like short guy, kind of tempered a little bit, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Also, when they're walking into, like, when they get, and she's like, you're, you know, she's giving her a little speech. 
they so they have like um they're like walking into the doors or like where the doors are like to get into their where they work you see that they have like a um like a big cover i guess of mm-hmm. like the boys uh, probably the most recent cover the month's boys magazine and it has jennifer lopez yep and as we know and um so i i I don't know if I really real. I mean, I may have realized the background watches back then, but obviously we all know um, if you are a child of this era, as we can tell me and Jesse are both in our 30s. Yes. Um, if you're any time around that age, or if you're around that age, then you will know that Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck were a couple for mm. about two or three years. At this time. At this time. And they were engaged to be married, mm-hmm. and they were Benefer. That's what they... That's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, like... Um, Jennifer and Brad Pitt had whatever their yeah their thing was you know so there's always you know any any big big celebrity couple had the, you know their name and there was Benefer so they they were this couple that were movies together they did a really bad movie together they did Jersey Girl which wasn't too bad of a movie um, <laughs> are you referring to Geely Sarah yeah I, I think I watched that but I don't really I either <laughs> didn't finish it or I don't I but don't yeah know. so Ben Affleck and Ju- uh, Jennifer they were Lopez together were for together. years. And, um, yeah, I mean, everything was fine and whatever, and then they broke up, or they, um... They broke off. Broke, yeah. off, broke it off. Apparently not too long before when they were supposed to get married. Anywho, then, <laughs> then I, I don't Affleck really know how up. long... I don't know how long they weren't together, but, uh, then you saw that Ben Affleck and Jennifer Corner were being seen around, mm-hmm. and they were becoming a couple, and they got married. I think they got married in 2005. Something like that. So I don't think they really had a long courtship. Nope. And, um... Uh, but also another thing is, is they had done Pearl Harbor mm-hmm. back, so I guess they'd already knew each other from doing Pearl Harbor, even though that was definitely his movie. Am I an idiot, or were they even Daredevil together, or no? Was Daredevil another their guy? Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, Daredevil because she's Elektra. Yeah, so Daredevil was uh, a movie he did where he's like, with it's in, like he's in, like he's blind. in the Marvel universe or yeah, something. Yeah, he's like, like a blind. He's like a blind super superhero. Yeah. I watched it a long time ago. Yeah. Um, and Electra is a side character in that, played by Jennifer Garner. Yes. And then she got her but own. But Pearl Harbor was the first thing they were in, because yes. that was before that, because I think, I don't even know when Daredevil came out, but anyway. So they were not together. Okay, so they was all kind of like around each other. Mm-hmm. So they had already knew each other by that. Now, I don't think, I don't think anything bad happened. I just think yeah. they just, I, maybe Ben Affleck was doing other things with other people. Yeah, and then nowadays, so, you know, they were together. And I think Jennifer Garner was dating some guy um she was dating uh oh Michael god Vartan? no 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 not him um scott foley he was yes um so <laughs> anyway but he's but michael Vartan was an alias and he's never been kissed he's cute. he has never been kissed yeah um but yeah he was with she was with scott foley um because that's who she got her the award ceremony i was talking about earlier <laughs> that's who was there with got her it. so it was scott foley yeah. also known as roman bridger from scream 3 and also from Dawson's Creek. Okay, gotcha. So, yes. so yeah, so they had um, so Jen- Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck had split, split. Jennifer Garner and Ben Affleck had got together. They got married, and they had um, three children together. They had and two daughters, then yes, and then and they broke up. A son. They were together for quite some time, though. They yeah. were together for I want to say over ten years. Maybe. Yeah, something like that. Um, because this he, is a recent thing that like they broke his, up a year, a few years later. Yeah, a few he years had, ago. He had whatever his things were and um you know I, I i if i had to guess i don't want to point fingers but i would probably say it was probably his unraveling that probably ended it because i just can't 
you know, whatever. Yeah. But anyway, so um, obviously they obviously still co-parent because they've got children together and yeah. they will always be in each other's life. And guess kids. whose arms she went back into. And then, and now mind you, now Jennifer Lopez had been with Mark Anthony. Yeah, yeah. And she had she kept with herself busy. Alex Rodriguez. Yeah. Uh, and and whoever else she was with had children of her own with yeah. Mark Anthony and all that stuff. But anyway, uh, yeah, about like what year two year year ago, year two years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she got back with Ben and Affleck. Yeah, and now so. they're married. For real. For, for real, for real. This is like, like they were together. Like, they, they were literally, I'm not even joking, they were literally apart like 19 years. Like, literally, and they Almost just like, 20 got years. back together. And like, now they're back together. It's like, okay. Yeah, that dick must be good. Anyway, so. <laughs> but yeah. But it's just kind of funny how like they started like, I know. like that. Like, I'm sure, they, you know, him and Jennifer Garner knew each other because of doing movies and just being actors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because see, Jennifer Lopez kind of does the dancing, the yeah. singing, the acting, whatever, but. It is, you know, she Don't does discount she her, her beautiful, wonderful Selena, okay? God. Yeah, and then she has, like, a clothing line. She has all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So she kind of, like, does a little bit of everything. But anyway, but they kind of knew each other, and then they were they were together, and then they broke off, and then they, they got together, and they got yeah. married, and had a, had a life together, and did the thing, and then divorced, and now they're co-parents, and now he's back with... So technically, Jennifer he's, Lopez is, like, stepmom to... Yeah. In all reality, stepmom to the kids. To the kids, yeah. And um, I mean, I would like to say maybe Jennifer Garner and Jennifer Lopez. I mean, hopefully have like a maybe. You know, I mean, maybe, maybe they're cordial. Cordial. So I was gonna say I was, that, that's the word. Some, some type of word. That's what I was. Saying. Yeah, because you kind of have to be at yeah. some point if you don't like her, and you're just like, I hate that bitch's guts. But whatever. I I don't know. I would just like to be like a fly on the wall, and just when all that stuff was happening I back know. then. But it's just crazy. Like twenty years. Welcome to the Cult Cinema Circle Gossip Podcast. <laughs> no, we could go on a whole different level. Oh God! Anyway, but yeah, so that is kind of funny how they had that, and obviously yeah. it's very fun. We have our intro to Richard, played by Andy Serkis, who again is Gollum from Lord of the Rings, but he plays the boss of the magazine. He's mm-hmm. like the big, big boss, I guess. Editor in chief. Yes, yes. And so I have a work meeting. We also get our intro to Arlene, who is the secretary to Jenna, I guess, as well. Yes. She also sees her, um, and they're in a little work meeting. So what we find out in this work meeting is that Poise is a magazine, of course, mm-hmm. and Sparkle is the rival magazine. Mm-hmm. And they always seem to scoop Poise, meaning they get the same person to pose for their cover of the magazine, and they're just very similar. And they're like, who do you think they're going to want to read? The 10th something or the 11th? Like, right. they're one-upping it, so like they won't pick up Poise magazine, they'll pick right. up Spark. So this is like, um, obviously, Richard is saying, like, you know, obviously someone has intel and has been sharing secrets to Sparkle. And so, you know... And spoiler, it's somebody who's very, you know, you wouldn't think who it is, and then it comes out who it is. And that's that's what it is, but they don't know what they we don't, don't know, know what's what going it is on. yet. But then you know, of course, like Lucy's all like, you know, oh hey, we have this going on. Like Jenna just fired Charlotte yesterday. Like blah blah blah. And she's like, I did. Wait, what? I fired. Somebody? And in the meantime, she's like, hey, like she's trying to get her. She's like, hey, she's like, I want to. Oh right, reject because, my parents. She's right. like, I want to call my parents, and she was like, but you told me never to like. If they call, bother you with bothering things, and and the, it just kind of shows you like like you see that um, Arlene is all like nervous. She's just like, please don't fire me, Miss Frank. And she's like, why would I ever fire you? Like right. what? what are and you talking she's about? like, you kind of can gather like how she normally would be. How normally like how she's probably like she comes across very 
bitch. Yes. And so then Arlene is also tasked. Yeah. Arlene is also tasked with like, hey, like, oh, I want you to like, I want to get in contact with my parents, but I also want you to like, because she brings something, uh, Arlene brings something to Jenna during the meeting. Yeah. And then, you know, Richard's all, Arlene, like, leave. Like, you're just an assistant. Right. I've been an assistant and sometimes people treat me like shit, but it, it depends. I don't know. It depends. But anyway, so like fucking... But she wants... Because she... She wants to get in touch with, with Matt. Matt. Yeah. So she's like, here's here's where he lives. Like, go right. find him. Like... Right. And give me his information because right. I'm, I want to talk to him. And she's like... that's oh, all she remembers. Fine. She remembers she's her. She's like, I remember talking to Matt and that's it. And parents, yeah. <laughs> right. So she's like, okay, cool. So yeah, we have this idea that like, okay, somebody is feeding them secrets and all that. And so... Right. Like, oh, well, corporate's saying this and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, they're just like, you know, we don't want to do the... I don't think they talk about the R word quite yet, but, like, they're just like, listen, we need to, like, do something different with the magazine Mm -hmm. and all this kind of stuff. And so they are done their work meeting and they're out of the meeting. So then this is where... Actually, Jenna's all like, you know, wait, can I go to the bathroom? (laughs) She's like, can I go to the bathroom? And so they're like, okay, fine, I guess. And so this is then when you know, because she might have also mentioned the family calls thing at this time, but like she then gets from uh, Arlene, she gets the information to Matt of like, hey, that address you gave me or whatever well, is his parents. his parents. So his parents are still yeah, essentially Jenna's parents and Matt's parents are still neighbors, still neighbors, and they but live obviously in New Jersey, their children moved out, yeah, and they moved out right. So but then you have that. Um, but here, you know what I thought about when right. I was watching yesterday. So I was like, okay, because like, okay, well, okay. First off, was they didn't live there, and then they'd be like, then she kind of been screwed. But of course, I guess they still live there. So yeah. their houses are cute. They're like, that's just like a very such cute, a sweet, very cute. you know, like cute neighborhood. Want to move from that? Oh, well, she said she was calling, making Los Angeles look like suburban New Jersey. Yeah. Well, she was saying that that she was from like the card company or the Visa or whatever. Oh yeah, and that she's very much in trouble. But, but in trouble. you know, they're like, it's like okay, yeah. Oh, this is his parents' address. Um, you know, he used to, you know, obviously he used to live there like years ago. But then there's, like, here's his shit. Like, they gave, like, his information out, like... I know, because they're just thinking, like, you know, oh, whatever. And I'm like, know. ooh, like, that's a little, like, sketch, but... It was 2004, whatever. That's true. Uh, it, it was, was a different, different time. time. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so... So she gets the address, She gets the address, because she's like, okay, I'm gonna go. So she heads over to Matt's place. And she was like, should I cancel your tooth? Oh, wait, does she do that yet, or does she do that later on? Oh, I... Th- maybe, I don't remember. Yeah. Something like that. Because she's just like, whatever. She's like, I'm getting out she's of here. She's like, I gotta go. And so she's, like, going over. So she's, like, walking over to his Although, place. mind you, like, I love that she's still in her, like, lacy nighty. She's just in, in her, her jacket, nighty. All that. In her, like, heels. Has the... I think has the face mask on her like, still. she is... Just, wow. Looks like crazy. But anyway, so we have our intro. Yeah, so then we have, like... Um, okay, so she finds out where he lives. He lives in the city. And, oh, and then she's like, he lives in the village. Like, what village? What village? And she's like, Greenwich Village. And she's like, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Right. I did that. She's like, I do that. Um, so she's, like, headed out. And she goes to this... Uh, this because I'm not from New York or anything, but I guess they have these, like, you buzz someone up Yeah, because he probably lives in, like, a apartment that has, yeah. Yeah. It's so, got, probably got a lot of apartments in it. But she's yeah. like, okay, so he's in this, whatever, and so she's she his last him. name, yeah. And so, be like, it's Jenna, like, you know, da-da-da, and he's just like, I don't know and who that is. And you hear cutting anything out, so you yeah. can't really hear it. Can't really hear it, and then be like, if you're from, like, Ming, whatever, like, you know, come ring up. Twice. And so they ring twice, and she's like, okay, she's like, let me in, and so she's like, knocking on the door, because she got the apartment number, she's knocking on the door, and then he's all like, you don't look Chinese. <laughs> Because he well, was he, like, getting Chinese it, food. And then, like, the chain link is, like, you can see his face. 
for the first time as Mark Ruffalo, mm-hmm. as the grown-up man. And then you see her, and she's like, Matt, or Matt, or Maddie, or whatever she calls him. And then she was like, it's Jenna. And then he was like, and then he like shuts it. Like She's like, oh. Oh, never. Okay. Oh, okay. I guess I'll And then he's like, I'm knocking the door. But it's just funny. He like answered. He's like, you're not Chinese. And he's like. He's <laughs> right. Because he's like. Because he was not. Expe- I'm sure that was the, like, the last person he was expecting to see on his doorstep. Right. It was Jenna Wink. Yeah. Yeah. So then Jenna is talking about how. So she's coming into. Just unannounced. Just yeah. like in his apartment. Come in. Yeah. And he's just like. She's just like. Oh, well, what do you do? And then he has like a Blue Velvet poster on there. Which I love. Blue Velvet's a great movie. Go watch it. Laura Dern. Kyle McLaughlin, all that is so good. Dennis Hopper. But anyway, so she's just like, oh, like, what do you do? Like, you know, this is a great place. And he's just like, I'm a photographer. Like, I do that. He's like, she's like, oh, that's great. Like, you've always wanted to be a photographer. He's like, yeah, pays the bills. Yeah. But obviously he's not doing as well as she's doing, technically, really. Yeah. Anyway, she's a, she lives yeah. like... But can we just take a moment to give flowers to Mark Ruffalo? Sure. I mean, also, he looked very, like, this, this time era time of him it's just because obviously he's aged well but he was like he he's in the marvel universe i yeah. think a lot of these people have been in the marvel universe somehow funny enough yeah funny enough but very good in this like this cute little like mm. it's this little what, 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 indie maybe? indie alternative yeah, indie yeah, yeah alternative very and i don't know it just works for him and mm-hmm. very cute and make a very they make a very cute couple and yeah. um but anyway but yeah definitely and as you go to watch the movie he kind of like even though things didn't work out with them as friends, like they, things kind of went sideways. It's just he's just he's just a very good, a very stand up character. Yeah. Throughout, the, like you know, when he she comes back into it, he kind of just accepts it. He's not yeah. like, you know, you were he, like, a bitch takes to me it back for in high school. Is. Yeah, and he's just like, like, oh, let me just let this ride out and all that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, agreed. Yeah, very good. Yeah, but and Jenna, Jenna's talking about how like, all right, all I remember is that it was at our my thirteenth birthday. I like was there. And then now I'm 30, and this is where I'm at now. Yeah. This is what happened. And he was, like, super confused. He's he was like, like, what? And then my notes, I have Matt is confused as fuck, and then Jenna is confused as fuck. Because here's the thing. is like, she... Re- he... He remembers it as, like... Because he tells her... He re- remembers one thing, which was what happened, and she remembers, like, nothing of that, because right. she's whatever. And it had been the day of falling out that... Right. She literally just became a different person. Like... Right. She was this... Nice girl, nice, sweet who, girl yeah. that was friends with him and did whatever, and then she wanted to be in with the popular crowd, aka the six chick and all that, and, and all that, and then she eventually. I mean, it's exactly what she got. And this was kind of like because he explains to her, this is why he's confused because she's just like, why are you he's back? Like, why my are you life? on my doorstep? Right? Why are you at my doorstep? Like Jenna, we're not really friends anymore. She's and like, this is where he explains, like you know. We haven't really talked in a while. Like, we never really did this. Like, it was like your... I think we can even point it back to your 13th birthday. Mm -hmm. Like, whatever you're talking about, like, we had this kind of falling out and we're not really friends. So in my notes, I have Matt is confused as fuck because of that. (laughs) And then Jenna is confused as fuck. She's just like, wait, what? Like, we're not friends? And she's, like, taken aback a little bit about that. And then this is where he explains, like, you know, um, they drifted apart, you know, and all this, and ties it back to the 13th birthday. And then Jenna is just like, you know, <laughs> this is also where we have um, how they drifted apart, but then Jenna's just like, you know, she's like, I need I need a fluffy pillow. I need, like, something. A glass of water. A glass of water, because, like, she just can't take all this. And he's just like, oh, okay, fine, like, before you freak out. Let me get that for you. Let me get that for you. So he gives her a glass of water <laughs> and also a pillow. Because she's just like, oh. So this is also where, like, because she doesn't live in New York, 
uh, normally. She doesn't know where she's at, so she has to be figured out so how to like, get I think back. I need to take you back to your house. I think I need to walk you back there so you yeah. know where you're going. And so this is where they're also talking about like how they've drifted apart and like all this kind of stuff. Right, like what happened? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Jenna has come back home and is finding about out about her life because at first, like he was just going to drop her off there and be fine, but then she's just like, because <laughs> he says something about like St. Bart's. Like I thought your crowd does St. Bart's here for Christmas, or whatever. She's like, didn't I come home last Christmas? And he's just like, I don't know. Like I thought your crew does St. Bart's for this. Yeah. And then I love how she says like when he's like trying to leave and whatever. She's just like, who's St. Bart? And she doesn't know that that's a place. And he's like, okay, maybe just let me stay a few minutes. Let me stay for a little bit longer, because I think I need to help you a little bit. Um, So I mean, she's like a literal fish out of water. She really is. She doesn't know what's going on. So Jenna comes home. She finds out about her life. So this is where we find out, because they have yearbooks and stuff like that, that she ended up becoming a six chick. Mm-hmm. Being the leader, essentially. Being the leader, essentially. Being prom queen. Um, being prom queen. Pushed out Brie Larson, I think, because yeah. she's actually not in there anymore. But anyway, so, um, but she had that. She became prom queen with um, Chris Grandy. And she's like, wow, everything I ever wanted came true. And he's like, yep. He's like, yep. Yeah, good for you, Jenna. That's great. Great. Um, lovely. And so... She's even and like I got thrown by the wayside. And I got thrown like by the wayside. And he even says like you know, um, you're like Tom Tom. Like what about her? And he's like, yeah, like you became really good friends with her. Actually, I think you actually work with her. And she's like, oh Lucy, that's who that is. Be like, yeah, she's very into the plastic surgery movement um, <laughs> and whatever. But this is when we then find out that Tom Tom is actually Lucy and they're right. best friends now and all that kind of stuff. Best friends. We'll get into it. We find out about her life and all that. And this is also where we get the phone call of the limo service where they're confirming her right. limousine. And she's just like, they're just like, I'll be prepared to take my... I'll be prepared to take my ride at that time. Can you tell me where I'm going? And they're like, the hill, whatever the hell, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And then she hangs up off the phone. She's like, I'm going to a party in a limo. And then he's like, that's great, Jenna. Like, it's like, wonderful. I'm going to peace out now. Buddy. I'm going to peace out now. And she's just like, no, man, it'll be really fun. You should come by. It's at this place. And she's just like, yeah. He's like, yeah, I get it. Like, I don't know if I could just come into that, though, but whatever. And anyway, so... Matt does leave though because he's like, "All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave now. You're gonna get ready for your party that you're gonna do tonight because mm-hmm. they were talking about that a little earlier that they're gonna be there tonight for the fucking like some fancy schmancy party or whatever." Yeah. Anyway, so then Matt leaves, but before he leaves, she does do the thing of you know she's like, "Hey Matt, like you know Arrivederci," and then she wants him to like do the call and response or whatever, and then he's like, "I'll see you." She's just like, "Matt," and then she's he's like. Au revoir. Yeah. And then it's, like, really cute. And then he's like, oh, God, what have yeah. I got myself into? But anyway, so as he leaves, she's then getting ready for the party because she's just like, ooh, like, I'm an adult woman now. So, like, I'm going to, like, wear these outfits and I have these boobs. Yeah. And, like, I'm going to wear this makeup and be, like, whatever. You know, they're getting ready to... She's getting ready to the song of I Want to Dance with Somebody. Such an iconic Such a song. song. Rip, Whitney, love you. Right. Um, and she's, like, going, like, through, she has, like, the curls in her hair, mm-hmm. which I'm going to tie into that. Or not tie into it, but it doesn't make sense. But anyway, she, she has, like, a curl, like, the, you know, make her hair curly, I guess, and do this whole thing. And then she's, um, you know, in her little, like, little thing getting ready, this little nighty thing. Or, or she's wearing something to get uh-huh. ready in. I don't, I don't think it's a robe though but anyway so she's like she's like feeling her like her closet and she's like oh look what am I gonna wear 
and shoes and galore and purse and all that crap and all that stuff and she's doing her makeup so you can like see her like putting trying to put eyeliner on and then trying to put like these fake lashes on and just kind of like she's missing mm-hmm. i mean she gets it but um and then all the all this while this music's playing and i uh, i liked her pink lips like yeah. really pretty pink lips she had and it's so funny because they had her putting like i guess lipstick on but and i remember these things and it's so funny because it's so 2004 they had this like lip gloss thing where if you remember the part of the movie where, she, where she's doing her makeup and all that stuff like there's this thing and i can't remember what these things are called now but it was these things that like it was kind of like it was like a lip gloss and it was like you had like a pop or not a pop like a top top on it and then you take it off and then you would like crank it crank it yeah i couldn't think of the word to because then like the gloss gloss would come out and then you had like this brush that you would like brush it on your <laughs> lips with i remember having one of those oh, God. and i guess it was just to make it really thin, but i just like when she like when i saw that i was like oh my god i think i remember having one of those and i can't remember what the hell they're called i don't remember who made Love them it. but yeah so she had her old like get up on and um with the outfit i have this fucking outfit it's iconic funny but see the thing is again that outfit the 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 dress she's wearing again i feel like plays back into the scarf from the beginning it does. of the movie and it plays into the blindfold remember how stung about her hair like she, it looked like her hair was in these curlers or she had something where she wanted her hair to right. be curly and then like you have her hair like in this updo and it's like not curly at all i know you're like why were you putting your hair in like curls what was that about because she ended up having it like i mean it was cute. was it just to get out of your face like what is it this? was weird i was like okay like i was okay. like i thought because i was like maybe it was curls and then i like looked and i'm like no nope, that's not what it was and then she had like this like like butterfly necklace like this mm-hmm. jewelry necklace on and, and these things. but yeah she looked cute it looked good. she looked very cute yeah anyway so she's out on the town and she goes on the elevator where she meets becky yep renee, Who's the Olstead. renee Olstead. Mm-hmm. and she's just like hey and then be like you know I'm but she's to talking to her like she's 13 right she's like, talking to her she's like, like i'm a 13 year old yeah hello fellow kids you're an actual 13 year old right and then she, and then becky's even like you know yeah like because jenna's all like you know oh like becky's like why are you talking to me and then she's like well why wouldn't i like we're neighbors right and she's like yeah but you usually ignore me and she's just like well i want to talk now it's fine yeah and so also can i just say because i know so in this scene that like they've got these little like these little itty bitty purses and like they were just a thing back then they were they weren't like these big like it wasn't this crossbody it wasn't these the ones it wasn't whatever is in now i mean it was these little tiny purses like you could fit like nothing in mm-hmm. but it was just yeah and so she's like, a moment at the time they're out of the, um they're out of the elevator and they're going and you know be like oh hey maybe we should hang out sometime it might be fun or whatever then she goes to the party and jenna's getting lit because she's like oh shit i can drink oh this is great so she gets pina colada she was like she's what like what does she say she she's says like, she's like you know i'm totally over 21 like do you want to see my id and then they're like yeah girl i know you're over 21 like you look like you are it's fine she was like but like okay but basically she's like put alcohol in that bitch let's do it like don't make it a virgin or whatever it's very funny um and then so lucy and her are together and they see trish from um sparkle who's saved by the bell girl saved by the bell girl college years sorry college years girl but anyway so she comes up and then they're like having this kind of catty back and forth or whatever like because they're rivals yeah because they're rivals so like you know lucy says something can she be in that party like i thought about that i'm like if this is like a police party like maybe eh. whatever i don't know but anyway so like, i don't know if they have like names at the door where they're just like, like can that, you come right? in? Yeah. but yeah so there's that and i was like okay cute whatever and then uh lucy says something about like you know oh our things aren't so bad that you have to come to our party like take some crab <laughs> for your parents or whatever it's good our party and then you have that so she reads oh because um then like jenna's all like you know you're rude and frizzy and i don't like you very much <laughs> it's very matter of fact or whatever 
Uh, but then, fucking, this seems like there's a lot going on, but, you know, Richard comes up and he's just like, do I stink? Like, do I have an odor or something? Because right. he's like, this party is not really doing much. Like, what the hell? And so, kind of like hearkening back to like how her 13th birthday really wasn't much of going on of anything. You know, you have that going on. And then, but Jenna's even like, you know, well, if you had anything that had a rhythm, like, you know, maybe people would be more interested. Because they had just some like normal, like, yeah, they had like some music, normal ass music or whatever. But it was just like, okay, whatever. So, anyway, but like, they're just like, well, let, let's see if we can liven this up because we need to liven it up or right. whatever. And so she's like, all right, I'll be, I'll be right back. So show Jenna goes up to the a DJ and is like, hey, play this. And so they start playing this music and it ends up being Thriller again. And this is literally just her deciding to start a flash mob to yeah. the song Thriller. And... You know, she's doing all the dance moves and everything like that and, and everything. And people are actually... Because everyone before that was just kind of being standoffish. Like, kind of just, like, uh, very aloof, if you will. That kind of thing. But now people are seeing this, like, chick who, again, is, like, a 13-year-old in the body of a 30-year-old. But she's just like, oh, just dance to one of my favorite songs. Like, whatever. Right. And it gets people interested and they also want to join as well. And they yeah. get the party livened up. Uh, fun fact, Gina Matthews is in this uh, flash mob as well. She's, like, one of the dancers in the back yeah. and a lot of these dancers were actually part of the choreographers kind of like um, group of people so they and were Matt back. comes in and Matt comes in and then she's like Maddie like you know come and on he's like, no he's like I haven't done these moves for like 15 years like what the hell but then he gets into it and it's just like a very iconic part of the song yeah. or the movie because it's showing that like she still has this like childlike wonder to things even though she's a 30 year old living in New York City being you know whatever she doesn't know how she was before she just knows what she is now right and that's what it is so but then i have jenna is out on the town so the party is a success because of jenna and like getting everyone together right. and dancing and whatever and be like oh, okay great awesome so jenna's out on the town she's like shopping or something or she's just like enjoying her life or whatever the fuck so she's out on the town you have this little montage where she has like she gets an ice cream cone and she's like you know um have these dogs like, yeah whatever. the dog it's like eats it very cute <laughs> very cute um don't let your dog eat ice cream unless it's dog ice cream but anyway uh but you know it was very nice oh and also showing. the things i was noticing as this little montage was going um, the, 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 the wardrobe, like the cute little skirts and mm -hmm. stuff like that, like just like her wardrobe and like in, this, in the movie is really, it's like really, it's cool. It's nice. Susan DeSanto, you did that. It was yeah. very good. And so then Jenna and Lucy, they go out for drinks later that night. And <laughs> so they're together and you know that I guess like Alex is her boyfriend, I guess, mm -hmm. but she's like, oh, whatever. Da, da, da. And I don't think Lucy has a boyfriend, I guess, or whatever. And so Lucy's saying like, you know, oh, there's this guy who's like, you know, checking you out or whatever and oh, okay cool whatever so you know jenna's like what, what are you talking about and then she's like okay like i guess i'll go up to him like whatever i'm not tied down it's right. fine and so she goes up to this table of whatever and she goes to this table and it's this like 13 year old kid who is like she thinks is cute I guess and she like comes over and sh she's gonna ask for like the ketchup or something she's like I didn't come over here to ask for you for your ketchup I came over here to let you know that I thought you were very cute and so the kid's just like oh this older woman's hitting on me so like Right, you want to like, go on a date? And then Lucy's just like, no, we got to go. See ya. She's like, do you want to go to jail? I meant that guy. <laughs> and then she's just like, Because in her mind, she's like, that guy's a teenager. He's cute. I don't want this old... Old man. She's like, four year old no, guy. Yeah. And she's like, what are also, you Also, yeah, that like, older guy was 
He wasn't even going to play you. Yeah. Whatever. I wouldn't play you. Yeah. So then th- that's kind of a weird part of the movie a little bit. But anyway. But then, so they leave out and they're like kind of on their respective ways back. So Jenna and Matt actually end up running into each other because Matt was like at a nearby restaurant, bar, whatever the fuck. So Jenna and Matt talk a little bit because also I think Alex is out on the town too. Like he's mm-hmm. out, and he's so a, like a famous hockey. He's player. like a famous hockey player who's oh, dating her on the Rangers, like New York Rangers. Ra- Rangers. Like so like he runs over across the street and be like, "Oh yeah, like." But you do find out that when Jenna and Matt, like you know, oh yeah, this is my friend Matt. Like blah blah blah, whatever. And, uh, and he's we, with Wendy. We he's with Wendy, and we find out that he is actually engaged. And then Jenna's like. Oh, that's nice. Right, great. Great, awesome. And she's just like, okay, cool. Like, he's engaged, I guess. That's great. So she's like, all right, cool. And then they all kind of meet each other because Alex comes in there and whatever. Yeah. And and then Alex is all like, hey, do you mind if I take Jenna off your hands or whatever? And then Lucy's all like, yeah, go ahead. That's fine with me. I'm, I have a little something going on anyway. I'm going to go back in the bar. Yeah. Um, just fine. Um, also, I love how these 30-year-olds are just going out. I'm just like, I'm 30. I don't go out at Right? All. I'm like, like... That is not me. I'm not doing ever. that. That was like my 20s. Okay, yeah. listen. You do that when you're in your 20s. I want to go to bed. Yeah. I want to go to bed... I guess 13 going on 20 or 13 going on 25 doesn't have the same ring. Do I guess so, right? Anyway, so then, um, so Jenna goes back to Alex's house, um, with that, and (laughs) because she is not at all sexual, because she's a 13-year-old in her mind, like, he goes, you know, she sees his fish there, um, his little shark or whatever he has. She's like, do you have any games? Do you have any games, Battleship, or Operation, or any of this kind of stuff? And then he's all like, you know, oh, I got this thing. And she's not into making out at all, because he's trying to make out with her, because this is his girlfriend, I guess. But then she's just like, you know, she's like, oh no, I don't want to see that thing again. Like, he starts doing a strip tease. (laughs) He's like, I did owe you that one strip tease. Yeah, Yeah. and then she's like, oh no, I don't want to see that again. But you know what? Jenna has boundaries, and I appreciate that, and you know, he is not being very respectful of those, so, you know, you might need to cut him out. But anyway, so again, this is just showing that it's just like, she is supposed to be so innocent, and in her head, she is. She doesn't know about how she actually is, which we'll get to in a little bit. Right, because, I mean, if you were to turn the clocks around three days ago in her actual She was always only a 13-year-old girl. Well, no, but but if you were to do it like when she was an adult, she would have been completely different. Oh, completely. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. But then we have our um, meeting with redesigning poise because the corporate has said, like, hey, our numbers aren't great, blah, da, 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 da. So, like, we need to redesign. And so, you know, for example, like, Lucy says something about, like, you know, that would be, like, you know, career suicide. Like, you know, it's not like that's like a death sentence like you know all this and then Jenna's all like you know well don't worry about it I mean like we could maybe do this like if we need to do a little something different like let's not be afraid to change some stuff you know what I mean if we need to um so we have this whole redesign and again that's like the the meeting that they're talking about and everything Mm -hmm. they leave the meeting and then Jenna goes back to her office and she's like doing her big lady job as you do and she's like circling things and choosing like different shots or whatever and she has her her assistant or whatever and the assistant has this guy who's like trying to come into her office and then she's like she's like, okay well i guess he can come in here that's fine or whatever you were gonna say something yeah i was gonna say the guy that comes in is supposed to be somebody she worked with husband like tracy yes um or whatever tracy from the art department yeah 
And but it's funny because I, I noticed when we were in the thriller scene, the thriller dance scene, that because Anthony Richard, their boss, was holding like their drink, and because mm-hmm. they went out there and started doing the dance, so you're not gonna have your stuff in your hand while you're doing the dance. So she'd given it to him, and then he wanted to go out. Like Richard wanted to go out and do the. He's like, I want to go do the dance or whatever. And he handed the stuff over to this guy, and the oh, guy yeah. is actually this guy. The guy yeah, because yeah. I was like. Wait a minute. I was like, that's the creep that comes into yeah. the... Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, so... I don't know if I've ever realized that before. So she, like, comes in... Um, oh, because Arlene also said, like, you know, oh, this Alex guy was, like, calling or whatever, and she's just like, ugh, can you tell him to go get a clue or whatever? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, oh, this guy from, like, you know, he's coming to see you or whatever. reality. He wasn't bad. I mean, he was her boyfriend, and she's just kind of like, what? She's just like, ugh, no, I don't know about this all this. This guy that comes in's a creep, yeah. Um, but then this guy who comes in, like... He's just like, oh, hi. she's just like, oh, hi, like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then he just immediately starts making out with her. Or tries and then, to. Or tries to. And she's just like, oh, what are you doing? Like, you're a she married man it. with somebody I work with. Like, what are you talking about? And she, he's like, that hasn't stopped us before. And she, so I say in my notes, like, she's low-key a cheater because yeah. she's going along Also, with I this. love the, like, thing she, like, the little out, the little outfit she it's has going on. Cute. And, like, the cute little, like, um, um stick she, she has. In yeah, her, the little chopstick she has in her, her hair. Like, uh, oh, because if I'm not mistaken, I think that before beforehand if i'm not mistaken um she uh is getting ready and doesn't she go down and she's talking to becky about something isn't is this maybe it's, i think so there was that and so she's just because she says love is a battlefield to becky and she's like wow deep yeah. and then she's like have fun with factions she's like have fun at work she's like thanks <laughs> like it's so cute i love the little relationship but anyway, so then, um, yeah, she's she's being a uh, a cheater, kind of, sort of, and she doesn't realize it. She's like, oh shit! So she's like, but she does kick him in the nuts, which is really good. Yeah, she like, um, kicks, and then it's funny because like she has like these like, it's not like you can see right into it, but it's like it's like frosted windows, frosted, kinda. and you can see that like she hits him, and then Arlene's like, oh, she was she's like, like, oh, good job. Yeah. Um, but then Jenna leaves out of her office, and she then ends up overhearing. Lucy and somebody else from the art department just low-key being a bitch and mm-hmm. being like, you know, I don't know what's gotten into Jenna the last Talking few days. Talking smack on her, yeah. Talking smack on her or whatever and be like, pretty much trying to make her downfall and she's because just like... Because the way, the way Jenna was, like I said, if we were to rewind this a few days ago, she would have been that bitchy, conniving person. Yeah. And More similar her, to Lucy. And Lucy were very similar, so that's probably why they fed each other so well uh, in that thing and then she was and now she's acting all doe-eyed and stuff like that and yeah and and innocent she's like what the hell is wrong with her right so she's like fuck her exactly yeah so she hears that and so i have in here i have it over here is tom tom being a bitch so she's being a bitch and she reflects in her giant penthouse is what i have because she goes home and she's just like oh okay so i'm uh low-key cheating on uh somebody at i'm being a cheater number one I also have this girl who's apparently my best friend, but she's actually not my friend. Right. Um, So I'm just going to go and, like, sit in my gigantic New York uh, apartment and just reflect as you do. So she reflects a little bit. You see her sitting on, like, her couch, and she's just, like, kind of like, okay. She then goes to Matt's house where she's like, hey, you up for a walk? Like, let's go take a walk. She and Matt go on and take a walk somewhere or whatever, and he's just like, okay, fine, cool. So then Jenna, at this point, realizes that she's not a nice person. Because she even says, she's like, Matt, 
I'm and she not she's a good like person. talk about her feelings. And yeah, like, and she she's like, Matt, you're my best friend. Like, even though he's like, No, I'm not, but like, okay, I guess, right. whatever. He's taking it in stride, but he's just like, I've just realized that I'm not really that good of a person. So like I don't really have friends that are real and I don't have mm-hmm. I don't talk to my parents. I don't do any of this stuff. And this is where this movie gets a little bit dramatic and deep a little bit. Um, Where, you know, she realizes she's not a good person, but she wants to be better, though. And plus, also now she's like, so now we're going to have to redesign this shit with poise. And I guess now it's going to be like, now that I know that Lucy is not my corner, all right, I'll play her at her own game. I'm going to redesign this shit really, really well. Right. Right. We have that whole scene. It's very nice. It just shows that, like, you know, Matt is still just like, all right, girl, you do what you gotta do, I guess, right? Yeah. So Jenna is riding the train back home. I think she's in a subway car, but then she also... So she's in a subway, but then she also is taking, like, I think literally, like, the railroad or whatever, because she's going, and she just, like, leaves her apartment, I guess, and... She is heading back to her parents' house because she's just kind of lost. Yes. And they are playing Vienna by Billy Joel. Yes, they are, yes. And so... Um, Fun fact, I'm seeing him a few months in concert. Love it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so then we have... Um, she goes back to her parents' house and, and all this, and, and she's just like, you know... She's just like walking around, like it's dark. She goes to her old, old room, room, which is like... Has a computer in there, has like right. a treadmill, so like, like they... these things that... It's the same, yeah. but they just kind of put stuff in there because she moved out she moved out yeah there's that and then she like goes down to the basement as well and she like goes in and she's just like in the basement yeah um, she's in there just like kind of sitting there being like oh like what's you know just kind of reflecting on life and then she kind of starts rocking back and forth mm-hmm. and there's like sleeping bags and skis and all and kinds all of, kind of you know just like a basically like a like a junk closet which just has a bunch of stuff in there yeah so as we had her because I think she had tried to when she she had called tried to call her parents like oh they were a on a couple cruise. days before and they were on a cruise and, and, and they, they come back the from message. their cruise they're like oh it was so nice to go on that cruise yeah like so they come in their house and then and then they're like ah oh, like ah oh, we're home okay like oh it's nice to be home and then you hear you know you hear, they hear this like because you know like they, they got a, they got a big house so it's like <laughs> they hear this so she must be doing it pretty loud so you hear this thumping and then they're like what like who's here like it's just us and then it was intruder funny, it was funny because you know she had that. Uh, umbrella in the beginning yes for him and then it was funny because like her dad went down well they both went down there but her dad went down there with an umbrella kind of like who is it oh, God. and then when they opened it and then she like looked to see it was them They're she like, like hey. got up and hugged them and was like oh my god like yeah yeah and then she's just like oh it's just so good to see my parents because you know i guess they had a, a, they didn't have a relationship yeah i guess their relationship was very strange so yeah. then you know they hug her and they're like oh my god you know like it's okay it's fine and then you have like it's raining like it's like pouring down rain it's, mm-hmm. they're trying to sleep she's in um she's in like her old room or she's, she's somewhere she's in her whole room or she's like in the living room or whatever and she has a setup and she's just like it's like thundering and she's kind of like scared and you have to think about it she's 13 and yeah mind, yeah like she looks 30 but she's 13 in her mind so and she, she goes into her parents to her, room into her parents room and, and goes to her mom and kind of like it's so cute yeah. and then she like lays with her and she's like okay come in and so this is just showing that like so she goes back there and they're just like you can always go home and all that yeah oh and then also so like the next morning like once like they mm-hmm. they have breakfast know, they have breakfast and those pancakes those cute little pancakes they look so good they look so good the strawberries and yes. like she's eating them she's just like enjoying her little life I'm like oh yeah. and she's, she's like asking her mom like you know like, do you feel like you ever made a mistake in your life yeah she's like 
because that's how she feels and she's just like you know and her mom's like stirring her coffee and her sugar and stuff like that she's just like not really she's like not anything that i'm giving you my honest opinion no yeah honest opinion no but like even if i even if i did make some sort of thing like i don't regret anything in my life this is what her mom says and she's just like you know she's pretty much saying in so many words that like she's like i know i'm not that good of a person now but i wanted to make sure that i'm gonna do better now is what she's pretty much saying um in in only so many words but it took this having to like reconnect with her family and realizing like what her situation is because it is at this point where you see like you know oh shit like i've been a really bad person for god knows how long to get where i am right now but i don't have anything to show for it so now i need to kind of start from the ground up you know right as this then ties in to jenna heads back to the city after having this all that and she starts up her own redesign so she's like all right well i'm gonna do this redesign and i guess lucy's gonna do hers i'm gonna do mine i know what i want to give and i think sometime in between this i don't know when this is but she was looking at was she looking at like an old yearbook she was or something at a yearbook and she was like looking at she was noticing that they were all photo by Matt Flamhat, mm-hmm. and, and it was yes, she did the, the prom pictures. This is around that time, right. yeah. And I get just can't remember how she was looking at them. I guess she was at like I think she went over there to mm-hmm. talk or whatever, and she was like, "I really love your stuff. Like, we're going in a new direction." She was like, yeah. "And I really like." She's like, "This that, is yeah. how I want to." Um, yeah, she saw the because yeah. she has her yearbooks, so she saw these yearbooks and she saw the. She's all like, these I need were done like I need a, I need like an idea. Like we're not going to do right. What's well, been doing, done. Right, but I want to do this. Right. So this is where Jenna goes and says, like, hey, Matt, like, you know, I uh, really like your stuff. Meet me here. She meets him. He meets her at the park. Yeah. This is where that happens. And he's just, she's just like, hey, look, like, I'm hiring you. Like, here's part of your money. And he, like, looks at it. And he's he's like, like, oh, good. She's, she's like, like, I can't do that. Yeah. He's like, right, because it's a good amount of money. And he's just like, oh okay and she's like oh that's just half like you get the other half when we're done and he's just like why why do you want me jenna like whatever and she's just like i think i like your style and i want to hire you on to do this right. for this for you to capture these yeah and she's Picture like helping out her friend who obviously is doing fine for himself but like you know she's helping him out giving him something which but, like, is that's, great. A, that's all who she could even with her being in this the state that she's in of this still being like okay okay i i know that that some weird something weird happened but he's been like a constant so like she's and of course after lucy stabbing her in the back and being Mm -hmm. a bitch but like she is like he's been there with her yeah he's the constant rock in a way and she's like i want you know i want to use your picture because i genuinely like i'm not just saying it like i want to use your stuff yeah and then we have um the redesign photos and we have liz fair playing yes yes I put that down there. <laughs> Loveless Fair up in this house. This song, Why Can't I? This is what's playing there, but yeah. she has Extraordinary. Like a bunch of Yeah, Why songs. Can't I? Is this, so the, I think this is the first time I heard that song, too. Nice. So it was the first time I heard like the Donna song. It's the first time I heard the Why Can't I song. It's so good. It's a little, um, it's part of it's a little dirty. It is. Uh, they don't put that in here because it's PG-13, right. but there is the, the but lyric. But it's a cute... It's a, it's a, it's a cute little montage they have with this Yes, song. they do. Um, it's the, the lyric of We've Already Fucked 
above my head spinning, so it's sound yeah. effect on. Um, but yeah, so, that, that yeah, photo shoots in winter, fall, and spring. So like they have like kind of the summer, so, like fall type, which is like the class two thousand and four that they do on these steps. Yeah, and they have whatever. like the cheerleader mm-hmm. with a dog and football players. Yeah, they have that. like a winter dance thing with yep. like some snow. And, and then he yeah he wants her to dance. It's very cute. Yeah. yeah. So they're doing these. Like, so you can kind of see in these moments there. that yeah. like they're working together and. It's almost kind of like, because you knew that when he was thirteen that he he like, had a big crush. Like he was like I love her, and it was this like crush, and it's kind of like almost like the, these feelings that he's like hidden away, and you kind of you kind of hear this at the end of the movie when you get like right near the end uh, where we get when we get there, um, that he felt a certain way about Jenna, and I don't think he really felt like that about anybody else. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like wow, like she's back in my life, like she yeah. is. Jenna back from when she's thirteen. She's not this Jenna that threw a dream house at me. Right, and was and, a six chick. Like, right. God, like this is the one that you know. And then so it's like they let them. Like he like lets himself like kind of feel a way about. Yeah, her, be vulnerable he to her. Probably you might not should he shouldn't have done that because he's with somebody. Yes, but you know they dance and it's like oh it's sweet yeah. Yeah, and then so they're like reviewing the photos and like you know they're at his place and all this. They're reviewing the photos and like they're doing all that, and she's like, "You know what I could go for right now? Some razzles." And she's they're just like, "I could add those." And also, there's a part in there where he said um, that uh, obviously they ha- she hasn't presented anything, but like she was like, "We should get dinner," mm-hmm. or do they do that later? I think they do it later, perhaps. Or something. Okay, I got confused. Okay, sorry. Yeah, but they. they I mean, get, so I wasn't trying to jump the gun. I thought they were doing it at a point. Good. Yeah, but they got razzles or whatever. So like, they go to this little convenience store and they get razzles. She's like, oh my god, they have them. Yeah. Like, oh my god, they had them. Because that was a thing that they did when they were thirteen. Yeah, they, they shared this like both a candy and like, a gum. It was like the beginning of the like when they were walking home. Mm-hmm. They and, would like share razzles yeah. or whatever. It was very cute. And so then Jenna and Matt romantically walk along the waterfront. Yeah. So, like, they're walking and they're, you know, he's just like, you know, you came back into my life and, like, this is, like, so cool and blah, 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 whatever. Right. Um, they're, like, romantically walking, though, and then, you know, talking about whatever the fuck. I don't remember they're all they're talking about. But all I know is that they end up on these swings. Uh-huh. She's like, I bet I could, you know, like, still, you know, <laughs> like, still beat you or whatever with that. So they're like on the swings as like thirty year olds, and so and from there, I think that's when they they were talking about we need to get dinner, you know. You got to do something. We're gonna for do this dinner on this. this time, this at eight o'clock on Friday yeah. to celebrate or whatever. Yeah, 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 of this whole redesign and everything like that. And so they like you know they launch off of the swings or whatever, and they end up on the ground and like you know that would fuck my shit up. But whatever. Yeah, oh my god, I could not imagine if I did that now. I would be, well, I'd be dead. Thing. But like she fall, well, they both fall obviously, and then she like is like on her back, like uh-huh. she like rolls and like she like ro- like how they both roll, like she rolls and she's like on her back, and then he rolls, and then he like has his arm down mm-hmm. and. And then, you know, uh, he's, like, overcome with emotion and with, you know, love for her, really. And I have in my notes that, oh, no, they kiss. (laughs) Oh, no, they kiss. Um, Um, Because I put that in my thing. I was like, god damn it, because you're an almost married man at this point. and he, like, looks at her, but but again, it's like, this is his, like, best friend. Childhood boy, his friend, yeah. And he sees her, and he kisses, they kiss, and you're like, oh, you're like, oh, okay. Like, it's, oh, it's cute, sweet. but then you're like, ooh, wait a minute. But it would be sweeter if he was not with... If he was if he had, single, if he had not it'd met be his better. Because yeah. then they both realize, like, oh, shit, like, 
oh, he's like, shit. I should have did that. And she's like, oh, wait, yeah, it was probably bad. But then you have Jenna talks about this night that they had. Yeah. You hear her talking about it. You don't know who she's talking to, like, really. Who she talking to? And then she's like in a chair. She's like in her nightgown. She's like in her pajamas or whatever. Yeah. And then she doesn't have her nightie on. She, she has her nightie on. She has like a, a um, Which pajamas. is kind of funny. Like, they didn't really ever. Because sometimes they'll put little things in here, like on, the, like, on the trivia stuff. And it'll be like, oh, this is this. Because there's something I still want to kind of. Um, talk about get to when, when we, 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 there's a part to it we get to it but it's kind of funny because like the 90 I think is kind of like probably what she wore you know with her being this successful yeah, bitchy, yeah, yeah. you know she wore like a 90 like a sexy 90 yeah, or yeah, whatever yeah. and then now she's she's you know she's in, in these few days of being 30 but being a 13 she's wearing year old like head, more yeah she's wearing like a pajamas like a 13 year old that is so interesting I never even thought about that look what at us that? look at us thinking things I know like I just thought about it because I was like she definitely wasn't wearing that like the first no that's around. so true though like you're actually right about that yeah Holy shit, Sarah. Anyway, okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, so then we see that she's actually just talking to these 13-year-olds. Look at the bad, they're just like... She, they just like... She just like invited you. Becky and a bunch of her friends to be like, hey, come to my yeah, house for like a sleepover. Yeah. The parents are probably like, the chick from... Okay, all right, whatever. So it's just... We're okay with funny. that. We're okay with that, I guess. Um, but it's so cute. And so then, like, this is also where they are singing to Love is a Battlefield, if I'm not mistaken, or some song. Um, they have this, like, whole little scene where they're kind of like lip syncing it and like dancing around to it it's very cute and very fun so yeah it's her girls in sleep over she's like you know oh, i have goosebumps for him and like but she's like it's complicated though because you know all this but i do really like him like you know all this so you have that jenna and her girls at the sleepover and then we have matt and wendy because if we didn't already mention we probably forgot to uh wendy works in chicago and so she's like a weather person yeah so that was mentioned when they were all like had left the bar yes yes and yeah we did because she was like oh because they were talking about like a coastal because mm-hmm. new york and chicago, chicago are, are a ways yeah. apart and and how she's a weather person in mm-hmm. But they make it work or whatever in, in, and all that. In Chicago, so she's, like, not there all the time. So he's by himself. Yeah. And then she comes in. Right. And, like, and then this is so Matt and Wendy. So Wendy... Matt doesn't realize it's Wendy who comes up behind him or whatever. I mean, that's, where I, that's, that's where I kind of jumped the gun, yes. where he was very, he wrote down, like, dinner, 8 p.m. Jenna. Yes. And he was, like, kind of, like, circling the letters and, and it all rewriting comes them. Yeah. But Wendy comes up because that is so he's thinking his it's Jenna that's in there, yeah. yeah and then that's they, what he wants it to be, actually. right? They actually go out to dinner because they're literally in a relationship, and so they're talking. And then this is pretty much where we find out that like Wendy is kind of trying to speed this up a little bit faster, I think, because she's like, you know, I'm only going to be, you know, we can't really do this much longer, you know, da 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 da, ba ba ba. But they're already engaged, so like she's kind of raring it up because he's just like wait what did you just say like because he his mind is somewhere completely different also sorry not to go back to it i just kind of look at my notes when they did the when they were doing the sleepover yes the sleepover i couldn't get that out they were all like oh they she was pressing like how she feels about matt and then they were just basically all like they're 13 they're like no guys like us yeah and then she's kind of giving like a pep talk and then they she's like love is a battlefield and then he starts singing love is a battlefield i did kind of mention that yeah sorry it's fine no you're good my bad it's very funny because you know but she's empowering these young women and i love that for them so anyway so matt and wendy so it's a fast track where you know i think wendy's trying to get a little bit married a little bit closer than what they were planning but matt's brain is somewhere else completely completely so then we have the redesign meetings. So we have Lucy's meeting goes up first, and it does not work because hers is very much like edgy, yeah. heroin chic, kind of like 
very, you know, angular and very much like models and like the stereotypical, like, you know, kind of thing, right? Yeah. But it doesn't do good. But like, it left, it like, also kind of in left field of, I think, what Poise was. Right. And it was like, she was like, it will fashion suicide. Fashion suicide. Like, like, it will kill. That. Like, she was just trying to go real bold with it. Yeah. And you're like, and it didn't work. Yeah, like, you see Richard, like, he, like, he has a projector on, he, like, oats it, and he's like, oh, fucking Christ. He's just like, like, Jesus Christ. Kill me, yeah. He's like, um, if this is gonna be it, we, we have in trouble. Right, right, exactly. So, she's pissed, because yeah, her thing they like, do mm, good. So, you see her, like, storm out of the meeting, and she, but like, I knocks something how over. how it would have been, well, I guess, I don't know if there would have been a redesign issue if there, had it been, like, the Jenna that was the mean Jenna. True, right. If they would have thought the same way, or if, oh, They probably would have thought the same way, right, yeah, right. That's true. But then Jenna goes up for her presentation. So her presentation is more so Lu- oh. Lucy's... Go ahead, yeah. Gotcha. Sorry, that's where I kind of want to... Because this is kind of where there's two different divide. You, in this, I can't exactly remember what Lucy's wearing. We'll just say... I think she's wearing like something red. Yeah, yeah. I, I just literally just watched it. I, can't, I don't remember. And she's wearing whatever. But you see... Um, and I also say this because the commentary was like... When I watched a little bit of yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, you see Jennifer Garner's guy this like pink get up on mm-hmm. like these cute this cute little pink motif going on like a mm-hmm. skirt and top and sweater and it looks very sweet and yeah. it just works for her and it's and it's completely different to what Lucy's wearing but yeah. also when I was reading when I was went to p- part of the commentary I was listening to and they were talking about kind of like the fashion they were saying that mm-hmm. so she's wearing like this kind of like burgundy like top and then there's like this little yeah. suit jacket under yeah. Uh, under, and yeah, and yeah. it's just separate to what from what Je- Jen um, Jenna's wearing but it's but they had said that like when when this time happens that Jenna's is more innocent more mm-hmm. 13 not saying it's 13 year old like what a 13 year old but it's wear. different than what she's wearing but which she's different than what you may have saw her wear right out the gate when she had just realized like mm-hmm. I'm 30 whereas Lucy would a little bit more drama yeah drama bold and the way she was dressing so they kind of told a, a story of kind it of like what, how, how it was going so yeah no totally they had mentioned that in the thing like kind of like how they at this point yeah maybe, because when you look at this so we're looking at it on my phone right now yeah. but you see she's in this like kind of coral color and it's a lot more like this is what a 30 year old lady would wear who's being you know kind of like and what and what she's trying to portray in this, this exactly, redesign yeah exactly and kind of what Lucy did in this is not that vibe. is what she was wearing kind of portraying that and it just was not it. Agreed, agreed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Jenna... Yeah, Jenna's pitch was the wholesome... Wholesome you know, see innocent. My, I want to see my best friend's sister yeah. on these. Like, these pretty girls that mm-hmm. are... They don't have to be... Models, right. All this. Um, yeah. All this. Because like, she's like, I don't I don't recognize any of these people. Yeah. You know, and I don't want to be them, you know? And if so we she are... she all the pictures that her and yeah. Matt... Or, you know, that Matt took. And yeah, and if this is a magazine that is, like, targeted to young girls, and we're putting out this thing of, like, these models who are, like, stick thin and all this kind of stuff, it's like, right. you know, but I don't want that. I want this right. to be something that is empowering yeah. the young girls, and we want to do that, and blah, 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 blah. Her presentation kills. Yeah. Everyone does really like, good. Everybody loves it. She's like, oh, fuck yeah. She's like, great. Right, and of cool. course, Lucy's like, fuck this. Yeah, so then, so Lucy is all like, all right, you know, yeah, she's pissed about it. And then Jenna's like, all right, cool, this is great. I'll tell Matt the good news, all right. this. So then Everything's Lucy... Everything's so good, it's like, go in the right direction. Yeah, so then Lucy ends up going into Jenna's office, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Um, and she uh, called the operator to get to Trish Sackett at Sparkle. Uh-huh. 
Because while she was doing that, she was, she was looking around a little bit. She's just kind of looking, yeah. snooping. They're snooping. She then finds these envelopes from Sparkle that are addressed to Jenna. Uh-huh. And so she ends up finding out. She reads them, yeah. She reads them, and she's just like, okay. So I'm calling Trish. So she's calling good old Trish from earlier. Um, she calls over to her. This is where she finds out some stuff. Matt is there to pick up a paycheck, if I'm not mistaken. I think so. Bips, the, the or he might want to see, because at this point they had already kissed. And I think he was picking up a paycheck. He also wanted to see Jenna. Yeah. Because he also has his check in his hand. Yeah. But um, he goes to his her office. Thinking it was Jenna. Thinking it was Jenna and Lucy's the, there. Um, chair is um, yes. turned. Yes. And so facing then. The yes. And then it's facing the window and all that. But anyway, so then. Lucy's like, you know, oh, like, well, you know, I didn't, I'm, I hate to tell you, but like, we've decided to go in a different direction with the photographer and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it just so happens that he like shoots like Alex's stuff or whatever. So like, you know, but you yeah, know, we'll, guy, yeah. we'll keep you on if we want to do a catalog or something or whatever. So she's lying to her, him yeah. at this point. That is completely opposite of what was going on. Yes, exactly. And so then Jenna, so... Matt so, leaves. But a big, big, big thing there. She gives him a photography release. Yes, she does. And that plays a big part in it because Lucy's conniving and a Correct. schemer. Yes. She's like, well, maybe check if, you know if you if, you know we, maybe, maybe get put you in a catalog. So or something she like signs that. it, but really she uses that as an advantage to her, but a disadvantage to Jenna. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because then Jenna, unbeknownst to her, exactly, she's like, you know. Again, she's like leaving, and she's like going to Matt's place, and she's just like, "All right, cool." Da 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 da. So excited! It starts raining. It starts raining, and she's just like happy that it's raining. News, yeah, right. Very Drew Barrymore of her to like just be out in the yeah. rain, being all smiley. But anyway, so then she's telling him the good news, and we find out that Matt is actually getting married uh, tomorrow. Yeah, and he was not home, he, and he was. She went home. to the home, or she went to the apartment, and Wendy, and Wendy picked. She answered, and she's like, "Oh, I wanted to help." Maddie's met some good news like you know they want his pictures and she's like oh and she's like oh you know how men are last minute they're getting married tomorrow and she's like, like great. oh great okay so she's like well I don't know you stop by but like she's like oh fuck cause she knows how she feels about Matt yeah and Wendy's like kind okay. of like in her way in a sense right cause that's her man like and she's okay. like okay well you know and she's she's as sweet as can be she's like well I don't know you stop by she was like yeah you know Bye. Bye. Yeah. yeah um, so there's that. And so then Jenna finds out because she goes to the magazine mm-hmm. and she ends up, um, so she ends up finding out that like. Well, I think what happened was is she went in there and this now is like the end of the, near, near the end of the end She of the has movie. her jeans on. Yes. I, I try to remember it by, by outfits. By outfits, yeah. Because yes. I'm like, this outfit she was wearing this. Like this, uh, the party outfit was when she was wearing the doing the That's thriller. a good way to do it, though. And the pink one was when she was doing, you know, this, the pink um, coral thing is when she was doing the pitch. The pitch, yeah. So this, and this is also the one that Ariana Grande did in Thank You Next. Yeah. So she had the, like, the jeans on. She had the... The red top. The red top. The Very little cute. bit, like, midriff. Had her little... And she had her hair, like, like in this, like, kind of... She didn't have a curl, but she had it, like... Mm-hmm. I want to say this is kind of how people in the fifties wore their hair. Yeah, like they a flip. It. They had like a little flip, so you know she looked really cute, cute like cute casual. So she ends up. Going so to the she magazine. works. I mean, she goes into work, and she was like, because she's like, oh my, this pitch, like, oh, my, like I'm, everybody's so excited for it, and you know, I think this is really gonna hit it out mm-hmm. of the park. And she's like, kind of just like, oh, you know, just trying to get her nerves out, and she's just kind of like, chill, you know, hanging out in the boardroom, and like, 
I don't know if Richard comes in or she sees Richard and she's like, hey, and he's like, it's been canceled. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, like that. She doesn't forget. Yeah, like, she finds out. She was like, what do you mean it's been canceled? What do you mean like, it's been canceled? She's like, wait, like, everybody loved it. Like, I'm like, I'm like, Matt's like in on it. Like, yeah. Everything's. And this is where going she Going in then, the right direction and what happened. She yeah. then finds out Lucy. Lucy had basically stabbed her in the back. Yeah, what but. If, she, not basically, she did stab her. In she back. did stab her in the back, but this is where Jenna finds out that. Old Jenna had been working with Sparkle yep. this whole time. Yep. And she was the intel. She was the mole. She so, was the intel, right? essentially, when you're in the very beginning of the movie, and she's literally like, I have no idea what's going on. Like, I want to talk to Matt. Like, she's throwing the paper at Arlene. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about somebody's got intel. Like, it was, it was Jenna her. this whole time. <laughs> You'd think, shit, it's probably Lucy. Yeah, but no. So Lucy's kind of actually a little... I won't say she's completely... But she is kind of warranted with this because she's like... Girl, I thought we were working together, but like you were actually secretly working right. against me to go be their editor in chief or whatever. She's like, oh, yeah, if you sell a million copies, exactly, we'll make editor in chief. So right, so, so really Jenna was her, like being the bad. She was bad boss bitch. She was, right. and Lucy is kind of warranted in her frustration because Lucy reads her down. She's like, give up the doe-eyed, you know, whatever the fuck, blah 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 yeah. blah, because you've been working with these people. I called Trish, like all this stuff. Right. Like you're pretty much. They couldn't say bitch too many times, but, like, she's pretty much saying, like, you you were a bitch. Yeah. I now took your job. So, yeah, because she got, <laughs> so she got back to sign that photography release. Yep. So she's like, well, we're, I'm sold this. I to sold, Sparkle. I sold his pictures that everybody was in love with to Sparkle, and now I'm going to be the editor in chief. So not only did I take your photos that your man that you want to be with <laughs> did, right. but I also took your job, you dumb your bitch. Job. Like, fuck you. She's like, so I'm going to go there, and you can stay with the the, right. the company that you single-handedly Ooh, fucked So she's conniving in that way, but she's kind of warranted with it, because she's like, yeah, but you stabbed and me so in Jenna's the back. so Jenna's just like, bitch. her face is like, what? Like, oh my god. I mean, how did you, th- I mean, that must Ooh. feel awful, like, everything going on, and then, like, knowing that, like, how you actually were. Yeah, and that you were literally doing this, and oh my god. You were a bad, bad, Ooh. horrible person, Ooh. and that's what you did. Yeah, so now so she's like, oh these. yeah, because she was like, talking about it, she was like, what do you want to be, the pot or the kettle? She was like, it's okay, because they're both black. She was like, can I be the pot this time? Like, pot calling kettle black. Yeah. And, because it kind of comes up, like, yes. at the end of the movie. So, she was like, I'd rather, she's like, can I be the pot this time? And, um, she doesn't really matter, because they're both black. So, that's what she says. And then, like, that's, like, when she's kind of, like, she's gathering up her mm-hmm. belongings to, like, do to a leave, box, yeah. but she's leaving. Because she's like, ah, peace. And then, Jenna is just kind of like, what do I do? She was like, I'm screwed. Leaves. Oh yeah, because she had told him. She's like, "How'd you get?" Oh, because Jenna was like, "You can't do that." She was like, "You cannot do that." Like, what happened? And because because Richard had told her, like, well, Matt she had, had signed this release. She yeah. had she, she they sold the things to Sparkle, and it's all over and whatever. And then she was like, "No, you can't." How'd you do that? Like, she's like, "Oh, I got him to sign." To, she's like, "Well, she got him to sign a release," and yeah. then he, you know, he didn't. No, he was just like, okay, I signed it. So really, he was like signing his fucking photos over. So she's being told this after the jump, like after it already mm-hmm. happened, it was too late to stop it. And she was like, well, he did that. And then I just, and so of course, you know, it's, he kind of resurfaced and she was just like, I just can't remember. So she probably said something like, yeah, Jenna just doesn't, she doesn't like you like that. Or she doesn't want to. Oh, she does say She probably like said something. I mean, either it wasn't said on screen. Yeah. That's why she's probably like, and I just can't remember. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Oh my God. It's so good. Because we both know that when they kissed uh, that when they were spending this time together, that something yeah. was, there was definitely feelings know, that were yeah. rising. Yeah. So literally Jenna's just like, great. So I have this job. Oh God, what the no, fuck? I don't, I guess. <laughs> or like, I'm in a job where like, this is going downhill. Oh shit. 
So she decides to, she just like hails a cab. She, at first in the beginning of the movie, when she's trying to hail a cab, Mm -hmm. she doesn't know how to do it. And she's just like, oh God, what do I do? I don't know. Uh." And then this time when she's like having to do something, she literally whistles and she's just like, you know, having this cab and she's just like, "Uh, New Jersey, please. George Washington Bridge. Yeah. New Jersey. So she like has this person take like, her. Stat. Stat. So she goes and says so like driving, driving, driving. We then find out that this taxi driver she got in with is actually Chris Grandy, who's played by Je- um, Jim Gaffigan. And fun fact, Jesse's girl's playing on the. Radio. Yes, it is. And so he's just like he's like looking her. at her, and he was like, "Is that who I think Jenna? It is? Jenna Rink? It's me, Chris Grandy." And he, she's just like, and she like looks at his like oh, picture, God. like because they have like the picture, I guess, like who's driving. Yeah, and she's like, "Fuck." He's like, "This is the." This is the song we tangled tongues to, or whatever. And oh, she's God. like, Bleh. Bleh. and then she's like, okay. She's like, you are not the Chris Grady I remember because he was yeah. cute, like the one they portrayed him yes, back in the eighties. Yes. He was cute. So drops her off there. No, he doesn't she... drop her off. Oh no, because she's he like, wants to go on something. Because she's because he like does that, and then she was like, I gotta go, and then she like runs out. She like throws the money at him, like in his face, and he's like, ow. And then she's like running, and she's like, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna run out to uh, Matt's house. Yeah, so I don't know how far she ran. She ran to her uh, his family's house, which is next to her family's house technically. And so she makes her way in there. So like you know, she's running, running, and so she like she takes something where like flowers, flowers or whatever, and she hides behind them because she's like trying to get her way to Matt. So like, and she just walk past her parents. Just walk past her parents. She's just like nothing to see here. And so then she has that. She comes and sees where Wendy is, and she's, she's just in like, like a big bedroom. Oh, that's like, nice, getting, yeah. yeah. And then she finally finds her way to Matt. Mm-hmm. So she like goes, and he's just like in a room, and so they're together. And so she ends up finagling her way in there, and he's getting ready in his like um his you know formal wear or whatever. And then this is where they are talking, and she's just like. I don't remember everything that they're saying with this, but, like, pretty much, Jenna and Matt, they're talking about, you know... She mentions something about, like, you know, listen, I know you're getting married today, and I pretty much... I never expected you to get married to somebody if it wasn't me. Yeah. You know, and she, Like, she says something like... Yeah. I, I, I have to think that if... I literally just watched it, like, less than a day ago. Me too! That's like, what I'm saying. She's like, I have to believe that in your... Like, basically like in your heart of hearts, if, like, you know... If you were getting married, it would, it would be someone not, to me. It would be to me, not to anybody else. Yeah, and right. he... He's talking know, about how, like, you don't always get what you want. Like, I've always liked you. And that kind of ties back to what we were saying earlier, how, like... Yeah. Essentially, like, if everything kind of went how it should have went, and she didn't go in with the six chicks, like... They would have grown up next to each other, True. been best friends, and yeah, most and they would have dating. probably got married, right? And it would have been a different. But that's not what happens. But like, that's not what happens. Yeah, people change, things change, and so I'm with Wendy now. Yeah, which is so real. Again, this is where it gets a little deep. Where yeah. like this is real. Like I'm with Wendy now. I've chosen to be with her, and whatever. Even though I, you coming back into my life, and all this stuff has been so great and awesome. But what I gathered too yeah. from that, like watching it, like. But when I watch it some of the times is like he's like I, I do love Wendy but I think Jenna was always his great love true and it's like he felt a certain way about Jenna how I feel like anybody can really have a relationship true, with that there's true. somebody that yes you can be with but there might be somebody who will always yeah like I think that's how it was and he was like yeah you might not get the dream house but you get close to it and yeah. it's kind of like I felt like it's how he was like you don't get the dream house. So I feel like yeah. the dream house, he was saying that that was Jenna. Yeah. But you get close. So he's like, well, Wendy's close to he, that, but it's not quite. Yeah, he has feelings for her, but you can't no, turn back time. That's kind of how I kind of gathered. He, he says you the, can't turn back time. So it's like. The verbiage of what he said. Sure, sure. Yeah. 
And then this is where Matt um, goes into his closet, yeah. and he has kept the dream house that, that she threw at him. That she threw at him. She's he's kept it, and he shows it to her, and just like she's how like, we saw it earlier, she's like, "Can I have it, please?" And yeah, so she like she like, "Can I have it?" And she's just like, "I'm just very happy for you, Matt, and I want you to be happy." Right. And blah blah blah. Right. And I will tell you this: I, um, I teared up a little itty bit because how can you not? It's Jennifer Garner. God right. damn it! Like. And it's just this thing of like, I just want you to be happy. I want the best for you. And and this this is what you want, then whatever. So she takes her little dream house and like all that. And she's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Don't worry. And I was like, bitch, I'm not fine. You're crying. (laughs) But but also he, when he gives it to her and, or I I think like when he's about to give it to her, I think when he gave it to her, I think when he gave it to her, he's like, I've always loved you. Like he tells her like, I've always loved you. But then she goes like a crazy person with her big dream house. She (laughs) cries over it. And this is the scene in Thank You Next. And she just walks a few steps over to her parents' porch. Yeah, she, yeah exactly. So this is in the Thank You Next <laughs> and then you hear the, um, music video. Yeah, and then you hear the, the wedding march or mm-hmm. you hear the music playing. And she's just wedding. like crying because she's just like, oh, my best friend's getting married and I don't have anything and blah, 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 blah. So she cries and then you see some of the wishing dust. Kind of stir, yeah. Stir up or whatever. And with the tears and the wishing dust and all of it comes together, we then are now back in 1987. Right, back in the closet yeah back in the closet where the dream house is not thrown anybody's head yet it's not thrown anybody's head yet and so we're then back to where uh matt is coming downstairs uh tom tom's there and she's like oh jenna's waiting in the closet for you and then he goes in the closet and she's just like maddie and she's just like oh great and so she like gets on top of him and is kissing him and she's he's just like okay where'd this come right. from he's like, you really know what you're doing really know what you're doing and then she's like you know and then Tom Tom's all like, "Oh, Jenna!" Like, because she came down, she's like, "Oh, I forgot my, I forgot scarf. my scarf, yeah. right?" And then she's like, "You know what? You can be both the pot and the kettle, biatch." And she like throws this rips up the project proposal, proposal. Yeah. and she's like, "What did you call me?" Because in 1987, biatch was not a thing yet, yeah. But in 2004, very much a thing. She's like, what? What did you say? What did you call me? And so then and she's um, like pulling. Like Matt. Pulling Matt, like all yeah. this. And so she's got a brand new attitude is what I have in my notes. She has a brand new yeah. attitude. And so then she's like, he's like, where are you taking me? She's like, you'll see. Don't worry. And so then they literally are leaving either her, his house, her house, I guess. Yeah. And you see that they're actually getting married in present day. Yeah. like, so, And, and I think that. it's, um, why can't I play? I think so. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, I think it was. But yeah, so they get married in real life and all this, and then they end up uh, getting They're running out of the house. Running out of the house, and it's all nice. And then they end up, you see that they have a moving van, and they are in the middle of moving. Well, it's cute. There's like, they run out, and then they're all expiling, and everybody's clapping, and Mm -hmm. he's a photographer, so he like takes essentially kind of like a selfie. Yeah, pretty much. And a picture of them kissing, and then you see them like... You see that he like take a shot of the picture, mm-hmm. and then you see it like her putting it on like their fireplace, yes. like uh, mantle. And then they have a moving van because you because are realizing that they're moving into a house. They're yeah. moving into a house, and it's very much like a house. It's literally the house that uh, is the it's dream so house. Cute. Like it's so cute because like as you like she's got her little pink the converses. Yeah, converses. She's got like, these cute little pink, which I thought was so, were so cute. Yeah, she has those. And he's got like his black ones on or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like she, she's got like the their wedding picture, like mm-hmm. their kissing wedding picture, like on the mantle. They have their pink house. And then they have like the, another picture, which I think is the picture that they took like in the beginning of the movie. I think so too, yeah. When he took a picture of her. She's like, no more pictures, please. Like they have that just to kind of show their, their life together, like they how they've been friends mm-hmm. since they were younger. Mm-hmm. And then she's like hanging stuff up there and 
they're in their house, and then you know when they're walking out, they have like their couch outside hanging out, and they have their moving truck that has like the stuff in it, and it's a pink house, and you're like, that's the pink house. It's the pink house, and then they're like on a couch on the um yeah. on the so lawn, cute. and they have their razzles or whatever, and then she's like, you know, would you like a razzle, Mister um, Flimhalf? And she's like, thank you, Mrs. Flimhalf, or whatever. Yeah. It's very cute. And then like the music's playing, and the music's playing, and then and they're just cuddling on the couch. Yeah, yeah, they're on the couch, and they're beautiful and wonderful. And then that's the end of thirteen going on thirty. So, we have been going on for a while now, about two hours or so. I don't care. As per usual. As per usual, okay? As Get per, into it. If you if you see my name attached to a thing, it's You're going to see me long as shit, but um, it's fine. But, uh, hey, some people have enjoyed it, I guess, which is great. But I think, to wrap up about this movie, I personally would say this is a movie that I, again, have recently came into contact with, and I really enjoy it. Does it have some flaws? Yeah, I guess, if you want to think of it. But I do think that it is a movie where you don't have to think too hard about it. And I think it's just something where it is very nice. And if you are kind of a sucker for those romantic comedies... Me. Then, you know, it could be something where... I think this is actually a good one where I don't feel like it's too saccharine. It's not too, like, you know, whatever. It's very much just, like, there is some deep moments, like... I really think that this movie is very much a girl trying to find her way through the world and also realizing that, like, wow, I'm a terrible person, but I'm going to actually try and be a better person. Trying to do that, too. And there is a certain level of empowerment to that. And I think that's why this movie has some staying power, too, is that it does have really good performances, has great music in it, you know, some great costumes and things like that. But but I do think also that there is a level of uh, female empowerment in there. and, And there is something to say with like you know this is a fun little movie and it's no surprise that even dear god almost 20 years later oh god i can't i was just thinking about that next year will be 20, 20 years, years. so i'm sure I'm that like, they might what? i'm sure they could really release this if they wanted to with a 20 year thing i'm That'd sure they'll cool. talk about it you might find this podcast because of it. Who knows? But yeah, I think it would be... I think this is worth a watch. Um, may not be everyone's cup of tea, but I do really enjoy it. Let me just say, if you are a fan <laughs> of romantic comedies, and that is just like your favorite Rama movies, and if you haven't seen this, which is kind of like... I mean, if you haven't seen it, it's fine. Like, there's mm-hmm. some movies people haven't seen, whatever. But if this just hasn't been in your wheelhouse of movies to see, if you're mm-hmm. in that romantic comedy, it's like, give it a watch. It's Yeah. It's, it's a great got, little teen got, movie, too. It's got like, the, yeah. you know, it's got the the music it's got the costumes it's mm. got the cute little story with uh, all that and, mm. and it's just it's fun it's a fun movie if you haven't actually watched it like i said if you definitely are a fan of romantic comedies yeah. then it's definitely worth it. or maybe if you kind of like i mean it's not like crazy fantasy like is like there's like fairies or something like that, right, like right. that but like as far as like the aspect of like the time thing like yeah. as we said about big um, I think we kind of mentioned a little bit of that earlier. How kind yeah. of this is like the female version of Big. It is. Where like Big, like I don't really. <laughs> I, I think he goes to like a machine or some type of thing. Like, I think he wishes something. Yeah. It's like a fortune teller. I don't know. I think that's like the the basis of that one. Yeah. And he basically like wakes up and he's Tom Hanks. Like he like. Yeah. You know, she wakes up and she's Jennifer Garner. He wakes up and he's Tom Hanks. And like this is like a male version. He gets a job and it's essentially it's kind of you know he has a relationship and all that. But right. then it gets a little weird because you're just like, oh god, yeah, it gets a little weird. It doesn't go like that with thirteen going thirty. But like I think when people and I think you had mentioned it when you were saying the um, critic like the, the reviews, yeah the critics it yeah. says something about Big and I, it's kind of for me it kind of makes me think of I had seen Big a while back. I don't mm-hmm. really remember much about it. I definitely watched thirteen going thirty sooner and I probably would watch that more than I would watch I think Big. So too. 
but it's definitely kind of like the same element. Right. I agree. I can agree with that. Um, I also like how this movie, even though, yes, it's a little dated or whatever, because it was 2004, this movie isn't... One of the things about the movies in the 2000s was that some of them were kind of mean-spirited. Yeah. Using slurs and things like that, whatever. This movie does not do that at all. Right. It's not mean-spirited, really. Judy Greer is a villain, technically, but like... They don't use slurs. They don't. Yeah, exactly. But they don't use slurs. They're not. It's not mean spirited. Yeah. It's just. And we gotta love yeah. the, the technology. We gotta love like the computers and the yes, the, yes. The, the, the cell phones. And, and that's a really refreshing thing to me, at least, where I'm just like, oh, great! Like they're not using like the T slur, the R slur, all this sort of stuff or whatever. Which bitch in 2004, bitch. Okay, listen, like they they were and yeah. like all this. But this is just, like, this is such a good little movie. Again, not everything in it works, but, like, this is a good little movie to show, like, a young ch- young girl. Yeah, you know like what I mean? If you're a teen. If you're a teen, you even a preteen, that. like, it's yeah. not too crazy. Like, it's kind of PG-13, but, like, only so much, though. Like, yeah, no, totally. Like, I think, like, a 10-year-old could watch I mean, this. if I was <laughs> I don't know. 13 when I watched it, I'm sorry, 14 right. when I watched it, you know. Yeah. And I still like it. When I'm, like a young I'm girl could watch this yeah. and I wouldn't be mad at it. Same, similar with Legally Blonde. I'm like, if you put Legally Blonde in 13 going on 30, I'm like, yeah, like a little girl could watch that. Like, that's fine. There's nothing too crazy in it. And it's a really cute little story at the end of the day. But yeah. But anyway, I think that brings us to the end of our show. Mm-hmm. But uh, Sarah, thank you so much for coming on the show again um, to talk about this movie. And uh, as we normally do, we have our long ass episodes, but that's fine. Yep. Um, Always. Yeah. Uh, but I do appreciate you coming on. We're going to have you come on for some other episodes coming up. So, you know, be on the lookout for those. And uh but thank you all so much, though. I appreciate it. As always, if you'd like to get in touch with me, you can do so at cultcinemacircle at gmail.com. If you'd like to give any movie recommendations, give feedback on the show, or if you'd just like to say, hey, I'm open to all of it. You can also follow the show on Instagram at cultcinemacircle and on Twitter at cultcinemacircle. I tend to announce the movies that I'm going to be covering and just interact with people on there if they want. You can also follow me on Letterboxd at jesse, J-E-S-S-E, kremp, K-R-E-M-P, all one word, on that platform, I tend to log the movies that I watch, I write little stupid reviews about them, and just general foolishness over there. Be sure to rate, comment, and subscribe to the Cult Cinema Circle podcast on your podcatcher of choice, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm pretty much on all of them. Be sure to leave five stars and a one to two sentence review about the show uh, so we can grow the audience and then just spread the love all around. Be sure to tune in next week to the Cult Cinema Circle podcast, where I'll be covering 1996's The Craft. A newcomer to a Catholic prep high school falls in with a trio of outcast teenage girls who practice witchcraft, and they all soon conjure up various spells and curses against those who anger them. As always, thank you for taking the time to listen to the Cult Cinema Circle podcast, and remember, it doesn't matter what Lucy said, I stopped trusting her after she stole my pop rocks in the third grade. Take care. Bye. Bye. <laughs>